Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half, we at Bama, we're trying to be the best. Always is to win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste the failure. You're inside the game. The game. John Mechie on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home for Alabama sports. Alabama wins. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Now, now, here's your award-winning host, Ryan, Ryan Fowler. And a big good afternoon to you. Welcome into the game. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. If you're in town for the homecoming game or if you're in town for Kentuck, remember to download the Tide 100.9 app. It is a free download, Android, iPhone, Google Play, and you can go back to wherever you are from and listen to Tide 100.9. Mornings beginning at 6 a.m. with Martin Houston, national champion winning fullback at the University of Alabama. Wimp and Barry Sanderson inside the locker room, 7 until 9, 9 into 11 WVUA sports director Gary Harris leading us all the way into Miller's Edge from 11 until noon with Corey and Christian Miller. Big noon sports starts at 12 o'clock. Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson. Then we pick up every day at 2 o'clock. We'll get you all the way until 6 o'clock, and we'll hand off with Friday Night Live with Kerry Clark following our show this evening. And uh, we'll be talking, but I want to take a special welcome to all of our visitors from out of town, but also those alums that are coming back for homecoming. You know, this place has a special place when you step foot on campus of the University of Alabama. And uh, for many of us, at a young age, you, you come to Tuscaloosa because it's a dream fulfilled, right, to attend the University of Alabama. Uh, you come to town, and you, you really don't know what to expect. But then Tuscaloosa kind of opens up with their arms, and uh, you become a part of, you know, what Tuscaloosa is all about. So they embrace uh, the students, and uh, many of them choose to stay here. I think that's why you've seen so much growth because of Tuscaloosa, the uh, hospitality that they're able to offer to the students. So we take just a minute to welcome uh, those alums back to Tuscaloosa. It's good to have you a part of the activities you know we had george teague on yesterday he'll be a part of the grand marshal for the homecoming parade that'll be early parade tomorrow morning but uh uh, do a big uh, yell for George Trigue as he arrives back here at the Capstone as the Grand Marshal of the Homecoming Parade. We talked to Dwight Stevenson, the Pro Football Hall of Famer, on Wednesday. If you missed any of those interviews, Tide109.com, they're archived there. We had Dwight Stevenson on, and uh, he will be one of the honorary captains along with his teammate, uh, Alan Gray. So uh, a lot of fun to be able to welcome those guys back and uh, salute them for what they mean to the University of Alabama. So as today we spend a little time reflecting, we'll do our SEC Parlay Pick Contest. We're going to add a couple of games out there that are non-SEC, a little excitement around the world of college football. And, you know, as we try to find positioning here in the month of October before we get to November, uh, this, this could be one of those weekends, whether it's Oregon and Washington, uh, you could look at North Carolina and Miami. Maybe Miami beats those guys. But uh, regardless, if Alabama wins out, that they're, they're sitting there pretty nice uh, for the college football playoffs. But Alabama needs to have another confirmation of what they were able to show last week. And we'll talk about with Rodney Orr coming up here in just a couple of seconds. We'll also have a chance to feature Brent Beard at 3.30. And then at 4 o'clock, we'll feature Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Right now, buy three tires. Get that fourth tire for only $1 happening right now. You can see all the details at TuscaloosaToyota.com, the great dealership. How about a Tundra? How about a Tacoma? Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive options. How about a four-runner? Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive options. How about a Camry, Corolla, Highlander, RAV4? Great vehicles. Tuscaloosa, Toyota combined with David DeSantis and that Toyota brand at TuscaloosaToyota.com. 
a great sponsor of our show for a long time. We greatly appreciate them for being a part of our show. Let's go to Rodney Orr, TiderInsider.com. Rodney Orr, TiderInsider.com. Rodney, I hope you're having an amazing afternoon. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Hey, Ryan, I am doing really well. How about you? Good, good. And I know you've done a lot of reflection on the book and everything, but uh, speaking of homecoming, homecoming is always a great activity, but uh, you remember your first, first day on campus? My first day on campus? Yeah, that was a student. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, because most of us me? are overwhelmed, right? You're just like, whoa. <laughs> uh, but no, no, I think that's a great question. I do. I remember sitting, and I don't remember the class, but I remember sitting. Of course, now you remember, I came from Corpus Christi, Texas. Sure, sure. So it was a long way away. And I just remember sitting there thinking, wow, I am actually in class at the University of Alabama. <laughs> yeah, sure. Absolutely. I mean, it was it was just awesome. I, almost, I had to almost pinch myself, you know, because it was like you, you made the comment a dream fulfilled, and that's really what it was. You know, it was a dream fulfilled. Uh, so uh, I do remember it extremely well. Roddy, let's go back to Texas A&M. You know, we talked about this last Friday that Alabama need to, uh, to have their best game on key – uh, performers and uh, they were able to answer the call. Jalen Milrow over 300 yards passing. When you look at uh, Alabama's passing attack, kind of got opened up. They were not able to run the football, but uh, they adjusted and uh, took what the defense was willing to give you. Uh, your breakaways, your your thoughts away from Alabama, Texas A&M. Yeah, no, I thought that uh, you know late in the first half you could see some of those short throws were there, and then I think in the second half that they they went to them really. Uh, consistently in those first few drives, and I thought that was maybe the game changer for me, just my opinion, because I thought Milrow threw the ball really well, uh, made those throws accurately, and uh, they kind of got into a rhythm. I think Milrow got into a rhythm and gained a ton of confidence in, in that game and started making some really nice throws, I mean some outstanding throws. And, um, you know, I, you, you look at the one to Burton, you remember he missed Burton open around the three or four-yard line, then he came back on the next play and just threw a dart. Uh, you know, no, I thought Milrow played extremely well, especially in the second half. That was encouraging. Uh, I think the offensive line does get better. It continues to get better. I, I do think that they wanted, Texas A&M wanted to take away that, uh, you know, take away the run. They wanted to make Milrow a passer and, and see what he could do. And he took advantage of, you know, some of their weaknesses in the secondary. I think Texas A&M was a little bit concerned about Bond and Burton, and it, it kind of proved out that way, that they didn't feel like those were favorable matchups for them. And uh, it kind of turned out that way. And so defensively, I, you know, I continue to be encouraged by, you know, what I see. We talked about it a couple, two or three weeks ago, just the intensity, the effort that they, they've been playing with on that side of the ball. And, you know, Ryan, I was really encouraged, especially probably, some, you know, at some point midway fourth quarter, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's a little earlier than that. Uh, you know, the way that defensive line is just really played. I mean, I, I, I think you got to give it to them. I mean, they play – they uh, they were pretty dominant near the end of the game. Uh, you know, they took the game over. But I also think this, too, you go back to the very first part of the game, Texas A&M's first two drives, they had opportunities to score touchdowns. I mean, they were in position in Alabama. You know, you get those two drives and you, you end up with only three points. That's a big turnaround for Alabama and a, and a really, you know, kick in the gut for Texas A&M because they had a chance to take control of the game and they just couldn't do it. Rodney, when you look at this defense um – I mean, there's a lot of reasons it's clicking. I mean, George T kind of described it this way. He said, if you've got two lockdown corners and Terry and Arnold, and we almost, we, we, you almost want to go back and just 
focus a little bit of time on Terry and Arnold because he has allowed the luxury of this defense. He said, when you got two lockdown corners and you can lock it down, and then you got two edge guys that can get to the quarterback, he said, that gives you a lot because you don't have to bring extra pressure. But then you don't have to drop guys in coverage, so it's almost keeping the offensive coordinator guessing. And he kind of just summarized. He said, that gives you your defense a lot of options. When you got two edge guys that you know that you can trust to put pressure on the quarterback and he can't just sit back there and eat a sandwich, and then you got two corners that are locking down, he said, that is a recipe for good things to happen on the defensive side of the football. But it's more than just that. But he said, you start there. And, and you know, it's pretty awesome to see what Terry and Arnold has been able to develop into. We knew what Kool-Aid was going to give Alabama. But uh, Terry and Arnold, even last week, slotting in for Malachi. Yep. Uh, you know, he was a five-star safety coming out of high school, coming out of Tallahassee. Came down to Alabama and Georgia. It was a big recruiting battle. Uh, and, you know, Georgia ended up with a kid here locally, uh, Kamari Lassiter who's gone over to Georgia and done really well. It was, they, they, they kind of, I don't want to say they took last year when they found out they weren't getting Terry and Arnold they, because they actually had him. But, uh, you know, anyway, it ended up the way it ended up. And I think Terry and Arnold obviously is really starting to develop as a corner uh, really, really well. And, you know, like George Teague said, I mean, you know, he played on that 92 defense, had two great corners and two great pass rushers. And, and you know, they had obviously Copeland and Curry, but they also had Antonio London outside and, so um, that was a that I, I agree with that, and I, I think when you look at Dallas Turner and Braswell, they're having big years. That's good to see uh, playing up to potential, and I, and I think too, Ryan, you really I, I, this defensive line. I mean, I'm talking about you know the interior guy Tim Keenan is a guy that's really come around. You know, we'd heard this summer we shared it on your show. What we were hearing about Keenan was having a really good summer, and it just carried over into camp, carried over into the season. He's just getting better and better. You know, Otis and, and Aboibe. Aboibe won some honors. Did he win the All-SEC or the SEC he Honor yep. uh, Defensive Lineman of the Week? So, uh, yeah, they're playing really well. Damon Payne, I thought, flashed some and uh, some of the other guys up front. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think this defense is, is really good. Now, and I do think, uh, you know, as they move along, this, the offense is going to have to really produce. I mean, you, the de- at some point, you know, you're going to run into some challenges. That the defense is going to give up some points. At some point, so I think that this this offense has to really continue to get better. Let's talk about Arkansas. Uh, we talk about what they'll bring, but you know, as you you look at, it's just not going well for Sam Pittman. Uh, when you look at consistently, uh, it's just not there. When you when you think about Arkansas, I mean, they they hang their hats on Western Carolina and Kent State right now. No offense to uh, Nick Saban's alma mater, but that's not a quality win. When you look at Arkansas, and really, if you look at their schedule. Uh, there's several more losses here, but uh, Sam Pittman, a well-liked coach over in Athens, Georgia, become a head coach and just not really getting the job done out in Fayetteville. Uh, I'm not sure when the pressure gets turned up, but two and four, zero oh and three in the SEC. What do you expect from Arkansas? Yeah, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday with a lot of information on Arkansas, and they they were saying that, uh, you know, one of the things that you know they changed those offensive coordinators. You know, Bryles left, and they brought in Dan. Or, or they, Enos became their their offense coordinator, and they're a little bit different style. Enos is more got some pro style more, and it's uh, you know from what they tell me, it, it's kind of impacted the offensive line. It's kind of the, the transition's been a little more difficult for the offensive line. I think they've had some shuffling there, and that seems to be based on what I was told. 
and because I, I just haven't watched Arkansas much, I saw them a little bit against A and M. They had A and M on the ropes. They had the LSU on the ropes. You know, I watched that LSU game in Baton Rouge. I watched some of that, and uh, so they're not, they're not a bad team at all. I think they've got some players defensively. Um, you know, I think that hurt them when they lost that freshman tight end. I didn't realize he was that injured uh, until just a couple of days ago. And and somebody was I was talking to him and said, you know, that Luke Haas has Haas. Uh, you know, Alabama recruited him really hard. He's a really good player. But anyway, uh, so I would say they're a dangerous team, Ryan, because I think they, they do have ability. I think they got a quarterback, K.J. Jefferson, that's very capable. He's a runner. He's a thrower. Uh, you know, he can make big throws. Um, so they could potentially score some points. Um, you know, and, and so I, I say all that and say, okay, so – Alabama just has a big, big, big win on the road, a lot of emotion. Uh, you know, everybody's talking about, okay, Alabama now controls their own destiny and all this stuff, and then all of a sudden, you know, you got to come home and play a homecoming game at 11 a.m. in the morning. And that can sometimes be what, I guess, all add up to a trap game, you know. And uh, so, I, I mean, I feel good about Alabama's, you know, uh, tomorrow. But at the same time, I, I think it's going to be, uh, interesting to see how they respond to all of those things that I think could be distractions and and all of this because uh, they're going to have to play they're going to have to play well. How does 11 a.m. start impact recruiting? Because we know high school football is still going on. Many of these kids are are not from a direct region. I mean, even if they got off the uh, field 10:30, 11 o'clock, and they drove straight into Tuscaloosa. Uh, for those, it kind of limits your, your geographical reach, I guess. But uh, how does a 11 a.m. start impact recruiting? Yeah, they've got some guys coming in. Uh, you know, um, most of them are in-state. There, there's a few. But, but you know, it's it's over covering the next couple of two or three classes. They're, they're going to have some in. I think next week against Tennessee will be a lot bigger weekend for visitors. But that 11 a.m. does because, you know, these guys, like you said, they finish their games late by the time they get home, by the time they get to bed. And a lot of that, you know, it's maybe close to midnight. And then all of a sudden you got to drive how many ever hours, depending on where you are. But they have some kids coming in that are, you know, obviously committed that are top players already, like Beeman, Jeremiah Beeman, and then also um, Jalen Mbakwe. Uh, I think Caden Jones, the linebacker from over in North Carolina, who's committed a four-star player. I think he's coming in. It may be his official. Uh, and then you've got, uh, you know, like Ryan Williams, who's, who's committed top player for, for 2025. Maybe he reclassifies. We'll see. But out of Sarah Land, he, I think he's coming up, which you always want to get him on campus. I mean, as much as possible because, you know, he's a guy that's really, really highly recruited. So, uh, it does impact it, Ryan. It really does the timing. Uh, but but like I said, next week I think it's Tennessee. You'll see you'll see a, a bigger visitors list of, with, with dotted with more big names. Hey, I was uh, one of our listeners um, was at Tupelo's game Saturday. Excuse me, last night uh, they played Germantown. Opened up Region Two Seven uh, A playoff. I guess last week uh, there. But uh, when you look at Tupelo last night, uh, Germantown four and three, Tupelo five and two. Uh, they said Freddie Roach was on the sidelines, or at least that's what uh, the the guy that calls in our show quite often said. He sent me a message that said, hey, why would Freddie Roach be there? And uh, I was thinking, man, that's that's quick after practice to be able to make it to Tupelo because that's about a two-hour drive. Practice in somewhere around 530, 
uh, unless they uh, chartered a, a plane over there. But any hot prospects in Tupelo or Germantown? Yeah, there is a kid at, at Tupelo, Ryan, and I'm, uh, he's been committed to Texas A&M. Okay. He's a linebacker. And, and I right now, off the top of my head, <laughs> okay. I have... His name escapes me. And I should have, uh, yeah, I should have texted you before, but uh, the guy just sent me a no, message. No, said, Please there is a linebacker Rodney. over there that they, how they, about they Tristan Jernigan? Yes, yes, that's him. Okay. That's him. That's okay. him. Yep. That's him. Yes. He is, uh, he's been committed to Texas A&M. I know they've looked at him, uh, been looking at him a little bit. And they're also looking at, a, uh, you know, some other guys in that state, uh, that, that I think you, you, you'll start hearing more and more about. Uh, but, but Ryan, look, while we're talking about recruiting, I, I still think that a lot of this is, you know, this is going to turn to a portal deal. I, I think that you're going to, you're going to see Alabama dabble a little bit more in the portal. That's, that's going to be my guess starting this year. I think a lot of schools are. And, uh, matter of fact, I was talking to someone connected to an SEC coaching staff just this morning and they were saying, Hey, you know, we're going to lose. This, this one particular player that they really wanted to another school in the SEC. Or, yeah. And, and then said, but, but what, what's going to happen is, is with this portal the way it is, is these kids will go to a particular school, they'll get an NIL money, and then all of a sudden they'll start wanting to go somewhere else. And he said they're going to, they're, they feel like they're going to get players on the rebound. And I, you know, I, that's true. Think about that, Ryan. I mean, Guys that are being recruited that go to a school, if immediately they don't find what they want, you know, they don't feel like they're playing enough, whatever, that portal's there. And they're going to have opportunities to leave. So I think it makes – yeah, you want to recruit these guys and you want to get the top players, but but at the same time, I think this portal is, is really going to become something that schools are going to continue to use more and more. Well, and, and we were just talking about Tristan Jernigan. I mean, he's a three-star guy. I, mean, I almost wonder, like in your mind, you're going, okay, do I recruit guys that – well, you need to build a base in the high school system, but you almost recruit guys that might need a little bit more developing that you don't lose them, uh, right? I mean, you come in five-star, you want to play today, not yet or yesterday. You want to play yesterday, not tomorrow. So, uh, you know, when you look at – you know, maybe there, there's a philosophy change uh, that, that you kind of go after some of these guys that you think that you can get them to a higher ceiling. I don't know. I mean, you still want to go after the high-profile guys. I mean, maybe I'm not really talking this out the way that I should, but it's just no. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, and, and you know, you gotta, you do have to have guys that are come in that are willing to stick it out. You know, you can't turn over that much uh, every year and have consistency. You know, I, so I, I think it is important that you you try to get guys that you know are going to hang in there and you know develop and you know have the right mindset. Not look, I think Alabama's done this all along. Nick Saban's done it all along. The way he's recruited, he's always sold. Look, you know, if you're ready to play, you got, you're going to have a chance to play. You, you 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 know, look, we're not hesitant about putting freshmen on the field, and they're not. But at the same time, he's got so many guys he can point to to say, now look at this guy. He came in as a five-star, Reuben Foster. He didn't even really start playing until he was a junior. Okay, he played some as a sophomore, but he was on special teams and all this. He wasn't ready. Same thing kind of with Najee Harris. I mean, Najee did play in that national championship game, of course, played played more than what he had played all year. 
But you know, I mean, it took Najee a while. His 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 red shirt junior year and his his not not his red shirt junior year, his junior year and his senior year because he came back. Remember, a lot of people thought he was going to go to the NFL, and he came back. He surprised a lot of people. Um, so I think you can point to guys that have had success that have kind of, as Nick Saban likes to say, just uh, followed the process, trusted the process. So I think they still want to do that, but I but I do think too, Ryan. I do think the portal's going to going to become something that's going to going to continue to to be a, a vital part, and even more so uh, as we move along. Rodney, give me your score for Alabama, Arkansas. Well, I picked it twenty eight seventeen. You know, I just I did, Alabama's not scoring a lot of points. You, you've seen that they're averaging what thirty one, and a lot of that probably came from that first game when they scored 56 or whatever. So they're not scoring a ton of points. So unless they get turnovers, I, my guess is, you know, maybe 28, 30 points. And, and I think the defense plays well. I don't think, I don't think you'll see Arkansas touch 17 or 20. So I went 28, 17. I, you know, I, I feel that's probably about right. That's a fair score. And I thought last week, now remember last week I picked it 24-20, Alabama. Oh, wow. You and I had the same, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, because when you said the score, uh, that was my exact prediction that I had submitted as well. So uh, 24-20, so you and I were close. Super yeah, close. 26-20, yeah. Rodney Orr, insider.com. We'll see you in the press box tomorrow, Rodney. But let me invite people to connect with you guys on the Twitter account, Facebook, uh, but com. You can have the instant access available to become a great part of that community uh, covering the University of Alabama, all the inside information that they're able to exchange on the forums. Also, TITV, WVUA, each Tuesday, 6.30 and 10.30 on the replay on WVUA. It's also archived there on TiterInsider.com. Ronnie, I'll see you tomorrow at the Press Box, man. Thank you so much for being a part of our show. Hey, Ryan, I appreciate it. You take care. Thank you. Rodney or TiterInsider.com. Give us a little update. We'll do our parlay picks. We'll continue. Robert in Mobile will be the first caller on the other side. He'll pick the tiebreaker. We'll talk to Brent Beard coming up at 3.30. We'll talk to Lee Sterling at 4 o'clock. We'll take your phone calls next. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. It's homecoming week for the University of Alabama. A week worth of activities wraps up tonight with a traditional homecoming pep rally and bonfire on the quad. Tide coach Nick Saban and members of the team will be there to help celebrate. The homecoming parade kicks off at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. The early start is due to network television setting the kickoff at 11 a.m. from Brian Denny Stadium. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Alabama Sports Updates. And severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. If you need screen printing or embroidery, 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Just a small chance of a shower this afternoon or this evening. Otherwise, the sky mostly cloudy. The high today, 71. The low tonight, 60. A brighter day tomorrow. The sky becoming mostly sunny. The high in the mid-70s at 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 70 degrees in Tuscaloosa. It's the longest-running sports show in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler on Tide 100.9.
couple of minutes ago, you know, we have people that work on our show every single day that, uh, you know, we have Wyatt on Thursdays and Fridays and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, we have Mason and we also have interns and uh, we've welcomed in a new intern today, Phoebe. Uh, JD's been with us for years, so he's just kind of an old timer. Uh, but he just told me, I mean, this is a small world that we live in because we had George Teague on, which we all know from Alabama. Uh, that, that what he was able to do and, and, and coaches high school football as part of an AD out at, uh, John Paul. But, uh, JD, which has been a part of our show, just told me a couple of minutes ago that George Teague was his coach in high school. It is a small world. It is a small world. So I text, uh, George Teague just a couple of minutes ago and I'm on with George, uh, on Teague's take often with him and JT. JT's, uh, George's son. So JD works with our show, not JT. JT's George's son, but JD. Uh, works with our show and uh, just said he played with George. Uh, George was uh, his coach there. So, J.D., did he ever tell you Alabama stories? I mean, did he? Did George Teague ever tell you, like, Alabama about his playing days? Because he was a tough son of a gun, man. He would knock He was, and off. that's the we We connected over that. Be, being, a fresh, being, a, being a freshman and being from Texas, one, you don't talk to your coach as much as a freshman. And two, there's not a lot of Alabama people. Sure. So when I told him I I plan on going to Alabama, we connected over that. So he, but did, did your parents go to Alabama? So yeah. Well, okay. Yes, my father and my grandfather went here. Okay. So you, you have ties from uh, the state of Texas. but uh, Yes. And most of my friends are either at Arkansas, who we're playing this week, or Texas. So what stories did George tell you? I'm just curious. I mean, is it uh, just just? I mean, did he talk about the play that he made against Lamar Thomas? I'm sure. Yeah, he obviously talked about that one, and he talked about the the philosophy of that team. Sure. And then Stallings, the mindset because oh, yeah. they took into account on we want to be we want to be the team that brings us back. Sort of probably like the 09 and the 08 team, recent memory. Sure. But remember, we haven't. In '92, we didn't win. We haven't won a title for a long time. Yeah. This was. We haven't won since '78, '79. Yeah, and, since and, and we haven't so won we since Brian, a, pa- Brian passed, and we take a little bit of a gap. You know, a little bit of a gap from '79 yeah, like, to it's like twenty. It's like twenty. 20 well, something. from '79 to '92. So uh, uh, what is that? Thirteen, fourteen years. Something, but then, something but then, like but, that. But no. But from '92 until 2009, we took a pretty decent little uh, gap there, but. Uh, Nothing like Notre Dame gaps. They take the longer gaps. I mean, from like yeah, 87 I'm, to current day, and they've still not won. But if you ask them, they invented the pigskin football. Oh yeah. Without them, we could not even play the game. Oh, yeah. We don't take, Michi- we don't take Michigan gaps either. No, no. And we don't tex- Texas gaps either. I mean, it was uh, all these teams that like to show us things that uh, really they're not. Uh, but we can't talk smack with uh, Texas because they came in and laid a whipping on us. So, uh but we want to thank our brethren from the SEC, Oklahoma. That sounds weird, doesn't it? We want to thank our future brethren from the SEC, Oklahoma, for uh, cleaning up our mistakes. We appreciate the boomer sooner. And uh, now I guess we have to pull somebody to knock off Oklahoma. And I don't know, maybe it'll be Texas and Oklahoma back in the Big 12. Let's go through our SEC Parlay Pick Contest presented by Brian Harden Construction. Brian Harden Construction. Here we go. Arkansas, Alabama. Arkansas, Alabama. Bama minus the 19 and a half. That number is, you know, Brad Powers said yesterday it's pretty much stayed the same because there's really no value in either way. So uh, Bama minus the 19 and a half. 46 is the game total. Georgia traveling to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt 2 and 5, 0 and 3 in the SEC. Georgia minus the 32 and a half. 32 and a half. 
Georgia minus the 32 and a half, 56 is the game total. South Carolina, this one's a little bit of a head scratcher for to me, and I almost like wanted to look it up another way, but uh, South Carolina two and three, one and two in the SEC, Florida four and two. That is a 3.30 tomorrow afternoon on the SEC Network. It is South Carolina minus the 2.50 is the game total. Texas A&M trying to pick up the pieces after Alabama went to College Station and beat them 26-20. to 4-2, 2-1 in the SEC. They traveled to Tennessee, 4-1, 1-1 in the SEC. Tennessee had a bye week last week. Now, they didn't struggle with bye the way that Auburn struggled with bye. Bye uh, and Auburn went scoreless for five overtime games. So uh, Auburn's offense couldn't even wake up against those guys. But it is Tennessee minus the three, 54.5 is the game total. Auburn going to LSU, probably the game of the week uh, in the SEC. Auburn 3-2, 0-2 in the SEC. LSU 4-2, 3-1. You know, this is about an offense It's going to score a lot of points, but can Auburn keep up with LSU? They might be able to score some against that LSU defense because they have been bad, 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 bad. LSU minus the 11, 60 is the game total. You can play the over, you can play the under. Kentucky minus 2.5, 50.5 is the game total. 50.5, Kentucky and the Missouri Tigers, it is uh, Kentucky minus the 2.5. 50 and a half is the game total. Uh, we've added a couple of other big national games here that we'll play. Oregon, Washington, a top 10 matchup. Oregon, Bo Picks, better known as Bo Nix. We called him Bo Picks when he was at Auburn because that's all he ever threw. He got away from the Auburn Tigers and now he's just blossomed into a pretty productive quarterback. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., uh, right now to me as a Heisman voter, uh, we're not supposed to reveal our vote, but, uh, Right now, if it continues, Michael Penix is uh, going to get a lot of those votes, including uh, one that I may or may not have. But uh, as I mean, a non-Heisman did, voter, I'd, I'd vote him one. I voted him as a finalist last year. And people went, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I mean, I know he was like in the top ten, but, dude, he had a he had a killer season last year. I mean, his percentages, his touchdown ratio to interceptions, I mean, he is a precise thrower. And that ball comes out of that arm very beautiful. Uh, so he is a down the field, the guy, Washington minus the three, 67 is the game total. Uh, then we go to USC, Southern Cal at Notre Dame, Southern Cal against Notre Dame. Notre Dame is the favorite here. And that one's a little bit of an odd too. It's, uh, two and a half and we'll play the over under at 60 and a half. So we'll break Robert and Mobile. You'll be the first caller up on a Brian Hart construction SEC parlay pick contest. And we've got to announce our winner from last week. We'll do that coming up in a couple of minutes. T-Town Todd, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Weekday mornings at 6 a.m., the Martin Houston Show. Join us on Monday as Kennington Smith III joins us to talk the good, the bad, the ugly. We'll also look at the turning point in the game as we turn our attention from homecoming win of Arkansas to revenge on Tennessee after last year's big loss. Can Bama get it rolling as they take on Tennessee? We'll be breaking it down all week long on the Martin Houston Show powered by Max Sports. Catch the Martin Houston Show from 6 to 7 weekday mornings on Tide 100.9. 
Are you BBQ.com? Dreamland Barbecue since 1958. Coach Braun arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party, you can do it at either location. You can also order online, carry out, curbside pickup, delivery are now available. It is DreamlandBBQ.com. We do our score prediction every Tuesday and Wednesday. Made possible by Dreamland, that wonderful hickory smoke barbecue ribs. How about the Big Daddy barbecue sandwich? Those wings are underrated. They're one of the best in town. You'll find them there. How about those barbecue baked potatoes? Absolutely. Either location in our immediate area, Tuscaloosa and the original location there off Jug Factory Road, downtown Northport. Dreamland ain't nothing like them nowhere. The flagship station for Alabama Crimson Tide football. Alabama touchdown. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Taking parlay picks, we'd love for you to jump in. 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904. And uh, we're taking your phone calls, uh, and we'll go to Robert in Mobile. Robert, you're first up. I hope all is well. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Hey, man. Robert, you were so, so close on that parlay pick contest. But uh, <laughs> that old Miss got you. Yeah, I shouldn't have trusted him. <laughs> Hey, um, I was calling Martin show this morning, and they were talking about, you know, the SEC as being down, which, yeah, that's kind of obvious this year. And the, uh, but they were, one guy was saying, you know, as long as uh, Alabama or Georgia wins, they'll, one of those two will be in the SEC, they'll be in the college football playoff. Um, folks, this is a season that we could see no SEC team in the college football playoff. We could. We could. There's a lot of non-SEC teams undefeated and in the top ten. That uh, if if Ohio State or if Michigan wins out, that's one spot. If uh, I've been Oregon trying to tell you about that twelve-team playoff, how much we need it, Robert. And you never would believe me. <laughs> you know I wouldn't, but I sure would. we may find ourselves wishing it was came a year early. For, if this if this thing doesn't if let me put it this way we we need to be a, a Notre Dame fan right now this weekend we need Notre Dame to beat USC yeah so we can start getting some of these top these teams in the top ten look get along because it's gonna it's getting pretty not too good for the SEC right now so yeah it's possible it's not it's it's way too possible and and for those who don't know robert has been an advocate even before we expanded the playoffs he's always been one of those guys that's kind of pushed this and i've been one of the guys that's been hesitant and i have admitted in the last what uh three or four months that robert is correct and i'm wrong he just matches up with better with what college football has has developed into uh this is oh, absolutely. yeah so you were right and I am wrong. And as a media guy, we're never supposed to be wrong, but we are often. And what's, what's worse with that scenario is the two best teams could be very well still be Alabama and Georgia. But they cannot be in the playoffs. But what things are going right now. 
I'm still not convinced that Alabama and Georgia aren't the two best teams. And that's the, and the, the scenario could fall in that they neither one of them makes the playoff. If Alabama beats Georgia in the championship game, and all these other teams will have no loss, you know, four of those four of those uh, ten top ten teams have no loss, and they're and they're champions, we could be sitting with the two best teams in college football not in the playoff. That's the scenario that's still out there, unfortunately. But so let's uh let's get in the groove and start rooting against some of these teams. And nobody needs to say now. Even Nick Saban say the, the polls don't matter now. Oh yes, polls still do matter, folks. <laughs> they still influence voters, and it, they do matter. So let's let's uh, let's start rooting against some teams right now. So well, you, you kind of look at Michigan, Ohio State. It'll work itself out, right? I mean, they'll play in the regular right. season, but they'll so still be a one spot. It'll still be one spot. Then you got Florida State. We need somebody to kind of beat those guys. I'm not sure exactly who's remaining That's on their schedule. schedule. Yeah, that schedule. Is it it easy? Yeah. Yeah. So so then we look at Oklahoma. They're undefeated. Penn State's undefeated. That'll work its way out. Oklahoma will probably have a chance of rematch with Texas. But, I mean, Oklahoma's capable of dropping a game. Fair? I mean. Um, Oh, the fact the Big 12 is that. Yeah, they're capable. But but then it would be Texas. Uh, one loss Texas would get the advantage over us, uh, Alabama or Georgia. That's right. So then they, so you got that problem. You got Oklahoma. They'll go to Kansas uh, after they go to UCF. They got a bye week this week. Then they got UCF. Then you got Kansas. Then you go to Oklahoma State. The uh, uh, what is that? Bedlam. Um, that will be a. I mean that's that's a that's a game that they could. No, I mean I'm trying to look at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma's three and two, one and one in the Big Twelve. Probably not, but. Uh, this will be the final time that they'll play, I guess, for a while uh, when you look at Oklahoma State. So then you got West Virginia, BYU, TCU. Yeah, I mean, Oklahoma's got a pathway now. I mean, that pathway's there. So uh, they'll have to play Texas in the Big 12 championship. But I still think, Robert, if Alabama goes through this, they beat Arkansas, they beat Tennessee, they beat LSU, they go on the road and beat a Kentucky team that, you know, is somewhat thought of. Uh, sitting here at the top 25 and, you know, the novelty polls. Then you come back home, you play Chattanooga, then you go on the road to play Auburn. Uh, I'm, it, that, that doesn't look too hot. In, you know, I, I, looking at a, a, you're uh, not leaving a one-loss one SEC team out. You're just not. I, I'm oh, just, uh, uh, over an undefeated Pac-12 champion, over an undefeated uh, Big 12 champion, over an undefeated Big 10 champion, over an undefeated Florida State. Where's the where's the path for a, a, a Alabama or Georgia to get in with one loss? So you're there saying, really is but one. I mean, what's the what's the probability of that happening? Um, it's not. It's those with their schedule remaining schedule that is not unlikely. I mean, that that scenario has a good possibility right now. They, all those teams I named will be Florida State will be the favorite in every game they play the rest of the season. Oklahoma be the favorite in every team they play for the rest of the season. You just look at you. But we got to hope that Washington, and we got to have Washington, Oregon, or USC. All three of those teams that they have a loss. Well, and, and now you, one of those teams yeah. will have a loss. Well, maybe Notre Dame beats. Uh, yeah, USC that's this week. Gotta, yeah, right. It needs to start now. So <laughs> absolutely, that, that would rule out one. Thank you for playing. Have a yeah. great day. Then, exactly. And then, so, and then what you do is you pull for them to lose this week, and then when they lose, then you pull from the win out, and so then they <laughs> they end up beating you know either Oregon or Washington. We call them UW. So exactly. and so you want people to 
man, why, why couldn't we just beat Texas? And this would have been a lot know, easier. Well, yeah, and that's the problem with this, with the old scenario. You want games like Alabama Tech during in the season, but who's going to want to play it if it means you're eliminated? There's no difference, but with the expanded playoff, all that's now taken care of. We can have these great games early in the season. Teams can play them without realizing, oh, if I lose this game, my season's over. So, no, your season's not over. You, you still got not, you still have an opportunity. That's the fairness of it. So, we got to go real quick for picks. All right. Uh, of course, Alabama. Well, we got to we, uh, we have to discuss the tiebreaker too. So oh, we, yeah, you, we, went, you said you said the over under was what that was what forty. The, the total points was what forty what? Uh, forty six for Alabama Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think they're gonna do better than that. So I'll, I'll, I'll let that be the tiebreaker. I'm gonna go with the uh, Alabama Arkansas game at least uh, fifty three. I think Alabama. This we Alabama. Has to start making statements now. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm a little bit confused. I'm sorry. Uh, so, what's the tiebreaker again? Oh, the uh, total points for the Alabama Arkansas game. I'm going to go 53. I think I think Alabama is going to uh, going to have a breakout game. Okay, so you you want to go? Hmm. Okay, so you're saying tiebreaker is total number of points. Um, I guess we could do that. I'm trying to think of the of a reason we couldn't do that. Um, Hmm. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's try it. I hope the Lord we don't get in trouble. I've never done a tiebreaker. We did total number of points, but um Okay. Oh, that's true because a lot of people may pick that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, pick well, there's just probably not a lot of variance, right? I mean Right, right. That's the only you. problem I, I was thinking about is no, like, I got you. Uh there might be, you know, some closer predictions. So uh, Well, let's go. I think we keep going Melrose uh I said, let's go. That would be my various there. Either going to go Will Riker total point for them. That that may not vary enough either. Okay, let's go. Pick on Miro again. Let's go with his uh, total yards passing. I know total yards in the game. Yeah. Okay. You you, you want? I, I tell you what we could do. We could do Milro total combined rushing and passing. Yes. 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 Let's do that. All right. So Milro, Milro rushing. Plus passing will be our tiebreaker. That'll be, that'll be good. And please, you guys. I mean, I can I can do math. I, I promise you. Uh, but but not you because I know you'll throw it. Up, but th- everybody throw a whole number out, not plus plus. So you guys do the math. Y'all, yeah. Uh, and give me the numbers. So uh, here we go. All right, first pick. Uh, give me three picks. Brian Hart Construction SEC Parlay Pick Contest. Robert, you're first up. Give me three picks. Here we go. Of course, I want uh, Alabama, and I want LSU, BR, uh, Auburn. And I'm going to go, uh, let's see, I'm going to, okay, wishful thinking, Notre Dame to beat over USC. All right. <laughs> let's, get this, let's get this train going quick. All right, Milrow combined rushing and passing yards. Okay, this has got to be a statement game for Alabama. They have got to start. They, we have to beat these spreads, and they have to start winning convincingly because these style points are going to matter. It's going to matter. So I'm going to go Milrow total yards. Uh, Three thirty-five. He's gonna have to show out. It's time to get the points going. It's time to get this these point these point spreads beaten. Three thirty-five. I got it. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate right, you, man. Right. We'll go to Paul and Lincoln coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll take the SEC parlay pick contest presented by Brian Harden Construction Tide one hundred point nine. Be home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. A pharmacy at Midtown, T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of pharmacists, and if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627. 
sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs, the retail side, if you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, pharmacymidtown.com, pharmacymidtown.com conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown a huge part of our show. Join Tide. You're listening to the best sports talk show, breaking down the Crimson Tide. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. We'd love for you to jump in. It's Alabama and Arkansas. It's homecoming at the Capstone, 11 a.m. tomorrow morning. And we'll have the call right here game day all day. We'll start early and uh, we'll finish late. So all of the coverage that you'll have around the University of Alabama, 11 a.m. tomorrow morning, ESPN uh, there. And uh, let's continue with more phone calls. And we'll go right here to Paul and Lincoln. Paul, how are you? Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Ryan, is Tuscaloosa ready, my friend? We are ready. We are ready. We're fired up. We are. Um, it's homecoming. 11 a.m. start is not a preference, but uh, we're going to have to deal with it. Well, yes, yeah, we've got to deal with it. Uh, control uh, what you can control, as Nick Saban always says. Exactly. And uh, I, I'm 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 with you, Ryan. I, I want to see. Um, and I, on the way back from Tennessee yesterday, I, I, I listened to the show when I, when I, when I could going through those mountain passes. And you, you said that you wanted a confirmation of what you saw last week in College Station. And, and I, that, to me, that's a good take. That's a good take. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you. We, we want to see as a fan base, a confirmation of what we think, what we think, uh, we have with this team and and i don't care who it's against um you know it just happens to be against arkansas um that's what i want to see i want to see us continue um improving and continue um uh improving on offense um you know Jalen milrow is is certainly taking steps in the right direction um and I'm going to be honest with you, Ryan, he, he's a little further along than I thought he would be after seeing, uh, how he looked against Texas. I, I think he's, uh, and I'm going to get, I'm listening. I'm going to give Tommy Reeves a little credit there. Uh, you know, against Texas, I, you know, I, I didn't give us a whole lot. Of, I, I picked us to win against Ole Miss. Uh, I just wasn't happy with what I saw from the quarterback position. And, and, and a lot of us weren't, but, uh, 
I, I think Milrow has made made very good strides in his improvement at, at the quarterback position. And as a whole, the, the, the team has too. Um, and last week was a was a, was a, was a great win, a huge win uh, in the grand scheme of things. And 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 uh, like you said yesterday, uh, want to see a confirmation of what we think we've got as as a football team. Well, and just just to go back to that passing attack. I mean, if you can, let's just dream a minute here. If you get that passing attack cranked up. And you've got the the running ability of Jalen Milrow, and you can find a way to get that rushing attack just to be respectable. And you become that balance where you've got a quarterback that can you know beat you on just about any given play on on it on his wheels. Um, that's a good combination, especially it with is. this defense and this punter. If if you can find a way to get those guys healthy, um, right, right. You may not need him for uh, Arkansas, it, but you're going to need him in the future. You're you're gonna we're gonna listen. We're gonna have to score some points. Uh, somewhere, somewhere on this schedule, we're going to have to score some points. Uh, and, um, you know, the, the, really the next initiative to me is of the offense is to, is to, you know, improve in the, in the running game. We've got to be able to run the ball. Um, we've got to be able to stress the defense, I think. If, if, if our aspirations, and I know they are, is, is to get to Atlanta and and and, and beyond Atlanta, uh, I, I I really believe we've got to be a a more balanced attack on uh, on offense uh, and um, kind of diversify our offense a little bit as far as the run game goes. Get out on the perimeter, uh, see see if we can break some runs that way. We certainly hadn't been able to do it uh, between the tackles. Consistently, maybe we can uh, put the defense in conflict out on the edge, and uh, that would certainly open up more of the of the passing game as well. Bama Nick recognizes you and Danny G as the top callers on this program, according to his official poll. Um, I'm going to create some uh, static between you and and Danny here, if it's okay create some static yeah between you and danny i mean that's my job to pin number one against number one <laughs> well okay well uh, you may know where i'm going do you no i really don't sec parlay pick contest from last week you hit all three correct you did oh that's, yes i did i did yep, and you had yep, 175 yep. some little sucker that came behind you a few calls he also hit all three and he cuts your throat by one yard. Oh, mercy. Danny cut oh Danny Danny cut my heart out, huh? One yard. Oh, one yard. Oh my gosh. I mean he Order. did the prices right thing. So um Yeah. I mean, well hey. Hey it it, it it happened, Brian. It happened. I mean it happened. congratulations to Danny G. Congratulations! Well, I mean, Danny I think G. it would only be fair that you know if he takes you out to one of these places, uh, you know, buy you something. I mean, you know, I mean, split the calendar. Maybe you could take the Daniel Moore calendar and rip it up, and you get six <laughs> months, and he gets six months. I, I, uh, yeah. you no, know, Danny, Danny wanted fair and square. You know, you know, he he, he uh, to the victor go the spoils, Ryan. You know that. All right, here uh, we here we go, uh, Paul. I'm ready for three picks. So maybe you can beat him. Okay. Well, 
I don't know. I don't know where all you know. There's a lot of Auburn, Lee County love. Not not saying they're going to win it, but keeping it within the number. I, Ryan, I just don't see it. I don't see it. I think I think LSU is going to beat beat Lee County handily uh, in Baton Rouge tomorrow night. So give me uh, give me LSU. LSU got it. Pick number two. Uh, give me. Um, I'm going to take South Carolina. Over the Gators. All right, South Carolina. We got two South this week, uh, so I can't just write USC because it's USC and Notre Dame. And USC is what I usually write down for South Carolina. But uh, South Carolina minus the two. Pick number three. Um, I got to think. You know, Ryan. Historically, this is where you know all the momentum of from Kentucky normally starts to crash and burn about this time every year. I know they were undefeated. Some people picked them to go in there and handle Georgia, at least keep it closed. They got absolutely humiliated against Georgia. And now they've got a they've got a Missouri team coming to Lexington probably in a bad disposition thinking they should have beat LSU. Give me the Missouri Tigers to take down the Cats in Lexington. All right, you get two and a half points there with Mizzou. Uh, Milrow rushing and passing combined. Now, you know whatever I pick, uh, Doomsday's going to come in and, and, and probably cut me again, but uh, it, it just uh, it happens. Give me, uh, give me, let's go 351 yards. Shame on Doomsday. There we go, 351. <laughs> uh, I was going to say Cleveland or Windsor, but uh, it'll both will work. Well, that's a motor on the forward side. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, Stu- yes, yeah, yes. 351 Windsor, 351 Cleveland. That was an old red thing, and I just cannot get it out of my head. Every time he would call up well. with this engine name and uh, just something that stuck around here is 351. I was going to say Cleveland or Windsor, but anyway, that was only a joke, only a joke. But I got it, well, Paul. Uh, Thank red, you, man. Red, red, red uh, left a lot of good memories on the show, that's for sure. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Paul, thank you so much, man. All right, buddy. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Paul in Lincoln helping us out. We're going to come back. We'll take more phone calls coming up in a minute. We'll talk to Brent Beard at 335. We'll talk to Lee Sterling at 4 o'clock. T-Town Tide 100.9 and 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. eBay Motors is here for the ride. DanielMoreArt.com. As we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life, it's DanielMoreArt.com. Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches, Nick Saban, and Alabama's given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms. Tua Tungavailoa, second and 26. Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant, DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game gets a significant discount. You got to put it in the game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select the game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you going to DanielMoreArt.com. Finding It's the Tide 100.9 30K Workday Payday. We cash every weekday 8 to 5. Here's this hour's cash code. 221. Again, that's 221. The code is 221. 
Enter that code now on the Tide 100.9 app. Click on the 30K Payday button and enter the code for a chance to win app. It is a free download. Android, iPhone, Google Play, Tide109.com, Tide109.com. Listen to all of our shows. Mornings beginning at 6 a.m. with Martin Houston, Wimp and Barry inside the locker room, 7 until 9. Gary Harris from 9 until 11, 11 until noon. Christian Miller, Corey Miller, Miller's Edge. Big noon sports. Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson. We pick it up every day starting at 2 o'clock. We're going to get you all the way to Friday Night Live with Kerry Clark coming up at 6 p.m. And remember, tomorrow morning will be game day all day. Game day all day. Your chance to uh, listen to Eli Gold, Christian Miller on the sidelines, and Tyler Watts in the color booth uh, there. And a lot of descriptions and a lot of walk-up to the game. So we're excited to have you a part of our show. We do take a minute to welcome all of our visitors from out of town into Tuscaloosa. We're glad you're here. And do do take the Tide 100.9 app. And uh, you can take it back wherever you may go. And you can listen to all of our coverage. We have 12 hours of local generated content. We are the flagship station of Alabama football. And proud affiliation there with the University of Alabama. Not just with football, but we do basketball. We do uh, baseball on this station than other stations in our uh, cluster. We also do softball and women's basketball. So we cover it all here at Tide 100.9. We have a beat reporter, Kerry Clark, uh, covering the University of Alabama daily. And I know Nick Saban made some comments last night talking about the eight-game schedule. You know, he went from 9 to 10 to 10 to 9, and now it seems that he is settled with eight. I guess he didn't like the rotation. So, uh he says, quote, there, uh, we're going to do our seven-team rotation, one-team fix. So I guess uh, we're going to have to drop uh, somebody, I mean, with our regular opponents. So uh, I don't know exactly how that's going to work, but that's the way that I understood what he was trying to explain last night. Uh, Who would you drop? Would you drop? I'd drop Auburn. <laughs> you want to keep the third Saturday in October? Uh, I'd rather have LSU. Really? I think we benefit recruiting from that state better than we do. We don't do anything. If we beat Little Brother, we're supposed to beat Little Brother. We don't get anything from that game. 
I mean, it's the Iron Bowl. I love the Iron Bowl. But if you ask me uh, LSU or Auburn, I take LSU. And I hate going down to that voodoo stadium. Uh, that place is a dump. Uh, it's a trash pit. Uh, it's an ugly campus. The architect doesn't blend. The buildings don't match. Now, if the buildings were beautiful, they would be out by the cell, but they have no theme. You walk through that campus, it looks like you've, you know, you painted a turd or something. I mean, it, it's just, sorry, you got me. <laughs> Wyatt, you pushed my button with this Auburn stuff. I, I dislike going down there every other year. I don't go. I don't, I, I, that's one game that I will not cover. I, uh, I have I have severe hatred for them. I went when uh I went when Bryce when Bryce made the comeback a couple years ago. It was I've been down there when we when we've won, but uh, that would have been a good one because you ripped their heart out. Uh, they and were all ready to rush the field, like they were all getting ready to jump down and get get stuck in the bushes again. Yeah, have I ever have I ever showed you the video that I've taken with Grandma and I guess it was daughter or could have been great Grandma and Grandma, but. They're trying to jump over the, the hedges, okay? This is Auburn logic here, okay? So they're looking at these bushes, and they're thinking about jumping. I mean, you've probably seen the videos of them falling in the bushes. but So this is Auburn logic here. So they grab their jacket, and they put it over the, the hedge. I guess they thought that the jacket was going to hold them up. So they, they put the, the jacket out there, and then they step, and Grandma just goes all the way to the bottom. on the. I'm like, Grandma, you shouldn't be rushing the field. I know they don't win many games down here. Uh, but they do all kind of things when beating Alabama. So he asked me, uh, I'd drop that game. But the legislation uh, in our state probably won't allow it. Like they made us play them uh, back in the 40s. So uh, we give them a lot. They beat us. It's something. They, they name everyone. They're, they're one of their wins. I mean, they win here. They name it something. We we beat them. It's like something. Just another game. Another game. Uh, I mean, the Iron Bowl is special. But uh Kick them to the curb. We benefit more in recruiting in LSU. Go down there every other year. Mitchell, I think Mitchell would agree. Maybe not. Mitchell, good afternoon. You're in the game. How are you? I would certainly agree, Ron. That's, that place is it's a cow college. It's voodoo world, and I don't, I don't like going down there either. I, actually, I've never been for uh, an Auburn, um, Alabama. Let's see. Yeah, I have been down there for Auburn-Alabama game when – uh, Ed Sissom, uh, fumbled the, the handoff and we were beating them the whole game and then they come back and kick a field goal and beat us 18 to 17, yeah. I think. I was down there when Jalen Hurts pooped in his pants. I mean, he couldn't hit yeah. the blind side of a barn. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, yeah. I mean, we were, oh, we were awful. And they had a, they had some guy named, was it Hastings was their wide receiver? Uh, that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was Jared Stidham. Jared Heisman Stidham, as we always like to put. Uh, was it Isaiah Hastings? Uh, I, I'm just really going off the memory. It may be wrong. but uh, it, I mean, Yeah, Hastings was his name, but I'm not sure of the first name. Yeah, but I, either way, they, they, they whipped up on us uh, that game. And we, we had a chance, but we couldn't hit the blind side of a barn. Uh, no pun intended. I'm sorry. Hey, Wyatt, shame on you for getting me started on Auburn. I mean, here I am. Let's get back to Arkansas. But I do hope Auburn... Uh, You're not you're not rooting for Auburn tomorrow, are you? No, no, I'm not. But oh, I hope they okay. win. Oh, I'm sorry. What? I mean, right. all right. Anyway, I mean, I mean, wouldn't you like to see them beat LSU and then there's nothing for? No. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> LSU pound them. Get them. 
I can't stand LSU, but if LSU wins and, and we get back from our game and we're watching that game out here in Tailgate Central, I'll be cheering and pooping and hollering for the LSU Bengal Tigers. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to – it's as as I've said and, and and a few other callers have said, I don't care if Auburn's playing uh, Russia. <laughs> you know, I'm rude. I'm rude for Russia. Go Russia. <laughs> Go Russia. Um, All right, right, Ryan. I got a, a bone to pick with you about the station. Uh, you know, I go to work early to get this uh, beer delivered here in town, and um, for the last two weeks, really since Kim left, since Kim has left, the replay in the morning is stuck on Friday two weeks ago. Do what? It went when. Yeah, the replay in the morning, it, the show replays before Martin Houston comes on. Uh-oh. And as I, as, as I go to work at, at, at 4.30 in the morning, I hear the replay, and it's supposed to be from the previous day. Mm. But all this week. Has and been I one think day? It's, been, it's, it's stuck on two Fridays ago when, when, when LSU played Ole Miss because I've heard my call one, once or twice. I've heard J-Rob's call, which is good. Who's in but charge I've heard it twice. Huh? Who's in charge around here? I, I'm asking you. I'm asking you. So, uh, Kim must be the only by, only person knows how to how to replay the show from the day before. So, we got to get that worked out, man. I'm, I, I've heard Lee Sterling's picks for – for two, I mean, for for two or three days, uh, every days day. Was, yeah. What? What was he? Yeah. Was he? Was he close? Uh, I mean, I, I even forgot his picks by now. But but yeah, it's it's it's, it's stuck on two Fridays ago, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and today was stuck on the same same replay. It's mm. like my goodness, doesn't sound good, does it? Well, it doesn't sound. I, good. I got some good news and I got some bad news. What do you want first? Well, I'm a positive person, so give me give me the bad news first, and then the good news after that to follow it up. So I'll be positive well, after. The good the good news is we just added Fox Sports Radio, and I'm not sure exactly if that will start. Uh, I believe it'll start ASAP, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, we. Uh, I think I may have heard a commercial today about. Fox Radio, but they were talking yeah. about Penn State or something. And yeah, I'm like, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do Fox Sports Radio, and I'm not sure if that's going to be starting uh, soon. I don't know the official day, but I know they were putting in a new satellite just a couple of days ago. So, uh, is you that know, the good news or the bad well, news? Well, the good news is that uh, that would uh, that would eliminate the repetitive shows because oh my goodness. yeah, so we won't we won't what? be airing. But over midnight, I think so. In the morning, you know. Because they asked me where they wanted my show to replay at, and I'm like, 2 a.m. Yeah. in the morning. Because, I, I mean, four yeah. hours is four hours too much. Uh, so put me on in the middle of the night where nobody hears it, but obviously there is somebody hearing it. So, uh, Well, for, from 2 to 6, just like you're on in the afternoon, that, that's perfect because if I would call in at, at 5 o'clock or whatever, 5.15, sure, sure. I'd, I'd be like, I'd have it in my work truck, and I'd say, okay, well, I'm going to my first stop. It's 10 at 5. I wait, I'm coming up next, so I'm going to hear myself call. But... But now I can't even hear about the previous day. I'm hearing two Fridays ago. But anyway, anyway. Well, we'll All right. listen, as as the uh, drill sergeant would say, drill sergeant, I don't know, but I will find out. I will report that to oh, upper yeah. authority. Uh, I have no authority here, none. I mean, I, if I were you, I would go ahead and text Kim and or call Kim during the break and ask her, how do you get yesterday's well, yeah, show to replay? Well, and, and 
<laughs> it must be a button that we're not mashing or something. I don't. It I, must be. Yeah, but I don't it know. It must be. I don't know, but uh, we were told that that was just supposed to be just automatic. But uh, anyway, but I, I uh, guess I guess uh, not. All right. So so Lee Sterling's coming up at four o'clock, and he'll give you he'll tell you about October. So here's my three locks for the week, Ryan. You ready? Yes. Georgia bull puppies minus that 32, 32 and a half, whatever it is. It don't matter. They prove they can cover and can beat an undefeated team last week in Kentucky. Poor old Vanderbilt. I don't care if it's in Nashville or Knoxville or Athens or this parking lot out here behind the mall. I know it doesn't matter. Georgia rolls, rolls over Vanderbilt. Get them. Georgia minus the points. Pick number two. Let's take those. The quack attack from Oregon. Plus, am I getting plus three? Yeah, so, um, yeah, you, you said that like you doubt that. Is that, I mean, do I have the wrong spread? I mean, no, you don't sound I like, just, you, you just don't, you, the way that you question it, uh, no, it is. I, it's it's I, UW minus the three, so Oregon would be plus the three. All right, I want Oregon plus three. Okay, pick number three. And the last, the last pick, I want the USC Trojans plus two and a half in South Bend, Indiana. Okay. So you want you want USC Southern Cal. I'm just gonna write Southern Cal and plus two and a half. Yep, plus two and a half. Tiebreaker Milrow combined rushing and passing. Combined rushing and passing. Let's go two hundred and seventy six yards. Thank you, Mitchell. Memo to the Razorback and good old Sam Pittman. Guess what? Yeah. Nick, oh, Tide, Ryan, fella, let's go. Oh, Tide, Mitchell helping us out. Let's go to Bama Nick. Bama Nick, you're in the game. I hope all is well. All's well, fellas. About time, Lord have mercy. What do you mean? Woo. What do you mean? You mean put you back on hold? I don't give a damn, fella. You put me on hold. You okay. don't have to take the call. It don't matter. You, I can if you want me to, but you were next. Well, yeah, I was supposed to be the first duck in the hole. I thought I called it 10 to Three. That tells me that uh ten Robert, three. We going at two o'clock over here. Well, it's ten to two your time, ten to three my time. Probably. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's right. It, it don't matter, Fowler. You having a good day? Sounds like not no. really, Fowler. What's not wrong? Really. What's wrong? You wanna talk it out? Nah, not really, Fowler. But I want to congratulate Paul from Lincoln. He was up there last week. Danny G took the prize, I guess. Where, where did I finish, Fowler? I think I was one and one in a push, wasn't I? Well, you know what that gets you, don't you? Well, pretty close to being the top uh, dog on the pole. Yeah, you had Bama on the under, which was a push. You had Texas, and they lost. That's a loss, and I had Georgia. <laughs> and then Georgia over, so... Uh... And they beat the hell out of it, yeah. And I'm and I'm gonna go with Mitchell on that Georgia play. Oh, and I didn't even realize, but you actually cut Danny G's throat. So if you would have won, you would have beat him by one yard. That's right, because I went one seventy seven. <laughs> Did you do that to copy Paul and and Danny? Well, that's why I asked. What remember I said? What Danny G got? What Paul got? And they had one seventy five, one seventy six. I said, well, give me one seventy seven. <laughs> Because I I trust their picks now. They're pretty good. 
All right. So we're good. That's why they're that's why they're at the top. One A, one B. All right. But anyway, Fowler, uh well, so let's go ahead and make this and, short and quick. All right, let's go. Bamanick, three picks. All right, I'm, I like Mitchell's pick on that Georgia game, but I, I'm not going to go with the points. I'm going with the over in the game. Okay, you got to go Georgia over. Yeah, Georgia will beat, hell, they'll beat Vanderbilt 56 or nothing. Maybe. 50, yeah, 56 is the is the game, so you need them. To... Well, they'll beat them 57 or nothing. Oh, I think Vanderbilt will score a field goal or something. All right, but. pick number two. Pick number two. Let's see here. Let's go the under. I want the under in the A&M Tennessee game. Okay. I'm just going to write it UT under. Under. Got it? And the, the third and final pick. 54 Fowler. and a half by that. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I had it when I heard you listening. How do they today. score a half point, by the way? I don't know, Fowler. That's what gets everybody messed up with the book. I mean, the bookies love it, but everybody else gets the hook. On that. The hook can help you or hurt you. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Pick number three. Pick number three. I'm taking the over. The over now, Fowler. On what? In the Missouri-Kentucky game. Okay. Kentucky's at home, so we'll call that UK over. And we're going Milroad combined rushing and passing. And, and and that's the most ridiculous tiebreaker I ever heard in my life. Why? Because it challenges you on math? No, because we already we, we already had uh, Milrose passing yards in the in the score prediction thing and mm, no, I think we had rushing yards. Well, no, I don't know, Paul. I thought it was I thought it was passing because I wouldn't have said he's gonna rush. I mean you were you, you were yards. yeah, you were nine uh Yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah, you were nine PBR's end. So, uh, yep, it was Bama rushing is what our tiebreaker was, and you went with 187. Okay, Bama rushing. Okay, okay well, all right, I'm going to go with, uh, all right. This is so hard. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't make it make it so difficult. It is when you got to try to figure the total on both of that. Cause, uh, well, right, you, just, go, just anyway, you, right, no, just for you, I'll do the math, okay? <laughs> so you tell me what you think he'll be for passing. What do you think he's going to pass for? I figure he's going to pass. Uh, I'm trying to make this easy on you. Well, I'm trying to calculate what he's done so far all year. All right. I'll go uh, rushing, passing, yardage total for Mill Road. You want me to do the math or are you going to do the math? <laughs> well, I, Hurry, I, heard what, I already heard what Paul picked. He's 351. I'm waiting on Danny G to give it out. <laughs> I'm going to go, uh, I ain't going that high now. I'm going to go about, uh, I don't know. I'll go 322. 322. All right. Faminick, I hope you have an awesome. Now, now read this back to me, Fowler. Oh, glory. Uh, <laughs> Come on now. I want to test your mental capability. No, I, mean, I write it down. I mean, how do you think I keep up with the predictions? But uh, Georgia well, over, Tennessee under, and UK over, and 322. 322. Thank you. I hope you Mill have an awesome road. day, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, you too, Fowler. 
Have a great weekend. Hope it's enjoyable. Uh, let's continue with more of the game. We'll do it coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll talk to Brent Beard. Fall is a great time of the year for an outdoorsman with deer season and fall fishing. North River Outdoors has the gear you need for both. For deer season, they have all the deer rifles, ammo, camo, boots, deer scents, millennium tree stands, orange hats, vests, deer corn, all the minerals, all the guns right now are 10% off through the end of the month. For fall fishing, North River Outdoors has a great selection of name brand rods and reels and tackle for a great day on the water. North River Outdoors, located on Highway 43 North in Northport, one mile past Highway, uh, excuse me, Winn-Dixie there. It is North River Outdoors. North River Outdoors. Always appreciate John Ramey for giving me all good information there. And uh, both season tomorrow is going to be starting, so they've got all those accessories as well. North River Outdoors. We'll continue with more of the phone calls. we got Brent Beard coming up in a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. It's homecoming week for the University of Alabama. A week worth of activities wraps up tonight with a traditional homecoming pep rally and bonfire on the quad. Tide coach Nick Saban and members of the team will be there to help celebrate. The homecoming parade kicks off at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. The early start is due to network television setting to kick off at 11 a.m. from Bryant Denny Stadium. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Alabama Sports Updates. And severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. In Mexican food right there in Northport, if you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding, the pastures dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastures Kitchen Mexican food. Also find the food truck and we are also now serving breakfast at Pastures Kitchen Mexican food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find him at Northside Pastors Kitchen Mexican food with Pastor Garcia. Bring smile. Tide 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Just a small chance of a shower this afternoon or this evening. Otherwise, the sky mostly cloudy. The high today 71, the low tonight 60. A brighter day tomorrow. The sky becoming mostly sunny. The high in the mid 70s at 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100. 100.9. It's 70 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9. For more coverage of Alabama football, visit us at Tide100.9.com or download the free Tide 100.9 app. The up in just a couple of minutes. I do remind you about Nuke's Eatery. If you're looking for a great sandwich, how about a California-style pizza? They check that box. I know campus is going to be ultimately busy tomorrow. Uh, going to be the homecoming parade and uh, looking for lunch and dinner options Monday through Saturday. How about dinner for tonight uh, when you look at you know going over to the bonfire and uh, the pep rally? And uh, all the different things around the University of Alabama campus, Nukes Eatery right there on the fringe of the campus. And really the campus is built up around them uh, now when you look at the, the Greek houses across the street. And then when you look at uh, just everything that's kind of grown around. I remember that place just sat out there by itself. Now you got a new Starbucks there and 
new Alabama Credit Union location. So when you look at our good friends right there, go see them. Nukes Eatery, 205 University Boulevard, 205-758-2455. Salads, California-style pizzas, sandwiches. Joe Bromfield cooking up some great things. Let's continue. We're going to go to Brent Beard coming up in just a couple of minutes. First caller after Brent Beard. We'll squeeze him around 340. Dawson will be up right there as we move on. Tide 100.9 and 1230 WTBC, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody. It's Gary Harris. Coming up Monday on the Gary Harris Show on Tide 100.9 FM and 1230 AM WTBC. We'll recap the college football weekend. Rodney Orr from TideInsider.com will join me to break down the Crimson Tide and the Arkansas Razorbacks and also Casey Smith on golf. All that coming up Monday on the Gary Harris Show. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. Connecting one-to-one. The best breakdown of Alabama football in the state. The game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. of Fine Art Editions by Daniel A. Moore, and the legacy continues the next 30 years. Have you seen this print? This is really awesome with Daniel Moore. He just completed this. You can go to danielmoreart.com or newlifeart.com. It'll take you to the same website, Uh, but if you take a look there, and and when you check out if you purchase a product, uh, we ask that you would select there, the game, the game, and uh, get you a significant discount. And when you're checking out, uh, tell them that you heard about it right here. We would greatly say thank you. But uh, it features, you know, you've got Coach Stallings in the background. I mean, the, the print is just awesome. you got Nick Saban and Coach Stallings. And, and I think that's a really awesome tie. It is, it's got different newspaper articles. It's got, uh, whether it's uh, Alabama's win in 2015, I see this in the background. I see uh, Daniel Moore, the the block, which is uh, Mount Cody getting up against Tennessee. Uh, you've got Nick Saban's first national title where they defeated defeated Texas in the Rose Bowl. You got the uh, the elephant uh, that stands on the the corner there of University Boulevard. Uh, they're close to the Walk of Champions, uh, but it's the legacy continues. This is a great print, man. This is this is awesome. It looks great. Uh, it's got that uh, number 22, Mark Ingram, giving us our first Heisman winner, but it was that released there, DanielMoreArt.com, DanielMoreArt.com. But, man, that thing is sharp. That looks great. Uh, you can order those prints right now, and uh, we always enjoy giving away products. I'm not sure if we'll be able to give away one of these prints, but those things are awesome. And that has now become one of my favorite-looking prints. I love the looks of it, and it just reminds us it's not just one game. It's not just one image. It's a lot of different things. And it kind of summarizes this uh, dynasty here. DanielMoreArt.com. DanielMoreArt.com. Let's go to Brent Beard. 
He is First Coast News out of Jacksonville, Florida, ABC, NBC News affiliate. He covers the SEC, covers ACC, second helping with Travis Ryer. Brent Beard, how are you, my friend? Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Well, I, I'm doing well. We'll be in Tuscaloosa next week for the Tennessee game and uh, hoping to see you. And this is a good time to answer this question. I've wanted to do it for a while, and now it comes to mind. In the print, with Cody blocking the kick, if Cody had not blocked the kick, did, did uh, no, this is, uh, and this still is good news, okay? If Cody had not blocked the kick, in the picture, Julio was your safety valve, can we say. Have you ever noticed how high Julio got uh, when he was leaping? If if you can bring that up sometime. I'm I'm looking at it right now. uh, Yeah, yeah. uh, You see what I'm saying? Julio was right in the middle where that was going. So my question to you is, I think if Cody had missed it, I think Julio would have blocked it. You know what? I, I think you're spot on because as the the photo illustrates that, I'd, I'd like to go back and see it maybe on a live video clip. Yeah. But, I, but I think you're yeah. I think you're spot on. I mean, if Julio, um, you know, Daniel Lincoln's kick just did not have a it did not have a shot. Uh, no, no. And, and you no. you ever think about it, if if that it, let's say if he hits it, I'll say he picks it up a little bit more and it kind of goes up mm-hmm. uh, and he hits that. You know, how quick can Alabama win? They had a great team in 2010. They might have bounced back and, and, well, and got oh, it yeah. there. But uh, that BCS era was different. You didn't have the margin of error. No. And if you remember this on that on that that in that game, Lincoln missed. He missed three, didn't he? Uh, and he was – remember, he was kicking in that game. And, and he had – what was it, Ryan? He had a – it was either a bad knee or a hamstring or something – but he was not able to get any force on the ball at all. Uh, but look, look, and I'm inviting your your listeners to do this at some point. Go back and Google that play, or or at least Google the uh, uh, an artist rendition of it, and you will see a Julio Jones that is leaping in the air. And, uh, and, Ryan, help me with this. Let's just pretend a minute, and I'll be brief on this. No, take your time. Uh, uh, Julio was probably, Julio was what, 6'4"? So if Julio is off the ground, uh, how uh, how um, can can Julio leap? Uh, I'm just thinking about how far, it, what, his, uh, what his leap would have been. I mean, he would have been, uh, in that picture, Ryan, would you say he's he is he is virtually ten to twelve feet off the ground? Yeah, he is. I mean, he is way up there. Uh, yes. And I'd yes. like to see. Maybe I can put uh, the guys across the glass. Find his. No, I got it. I got it. The vertical jump. And I don't yeah. know. What, I don't know what's good right. on this, but he is thirty-eight point right. five inches. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. is according to that was his pre-draft measurables. Yeah. Right. So thirty-eight point five. What what is what's good on, on the vertical jump? I mean, I know what a forty-yard dash is. Yeah. I, I know what a hand right. size is, right. but I don't, I don't know what a good vertical jump is. But uh, well, I mean, if you're thirty-eight, you're you're near forty. 
uh, and you've got to believe if you if you've got a forty inch vertical leap, that's pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, frankly, but but I've always it's funny how these things come up sometimes, and that's part of our uh, historical thing that we go through, uh, and how important it was uh, in that loss uh, for uh, Lane Kiffin in Tennessee. But but I will. Uh, but I have always wondered that if Cody had missed that kick, if Julio was as high as he up in the air, that he probably would have got it. Yeah, and according to uh, Wyatt, who just looked it up, 35 to 40 inches is considered a yeah. really good vertical. Yeah, but, right. And if you have a chance, like I said, it was just released, literally the photo from Daniel Moore, which always does great work. But, I mean, I'm just looking at all this, and, you know, we all have a hard time, and this is an Alabama problem. If Auburn – you guys don't have this problem, so you can just kind of sit over here to the side and just listen. But Alabama, there's only so much living room space that you can hang a Daniel Moore print, right? Uh, correct. I mean, correct. You, you know, I mean, Nick Saban, yes. you know, made some wives and husbands uh, argue uh, over what's going up on the wall. I know because we have the same argument. My wife has told me every time I put one up, I've got to take <laughs> one down. Well, I mean, Nick Saban has created this ultimate dilemma, yeah. right? You, and yeah, so really this has. one summarizes all of these different things in the background. Right. It's got Coach Bryant. It's got Coach Stallings. And one day I hope that those two will share the story of what Coach Stallings did to convince Nick Saban to come to the University of Alabama. Because most people don't know that. Coach Stallings was the twisting of the arm who mm-hmm. said – Coach mm-hmm. Moore sold him. But Coach Stallings was also that safety, as you said. He convinced yeah. Nick Saban, if you go there, you can win at a high level. And I hope yeah. before Coach Stallings passes away that yeah. we give him that respect that he deserves. Right. And uh, right. I've asked yeah. him about it, and he told me, he said, Ryan, we love you, but that was a private conversation. And if Coach yeah. Saban wants to tell yeah. you, let him tell you, I'm not going to discuss it. But well. I just would like to give him the respect that he deserves. Absolutely, and look, uh, and and what people what people forget here is that Gene Stallings was very close. He won one national championship, but but frankly, and I'm I may be I may be being conservative. Uh, probably could have won what Ryan at least one more, if not two more. Uh, and at that point, uh, he would have really been beloved in Alabama history because you get me, because you got to remember in 94, that's when they moved the SEC championship game out of Birmingham to Atlanta for the first time. And that, that was a game that Alabama really should have won. Um, uh, Spurrier was coaching against them. They ran the Emory and Henry. Uh, to where they threw to the wide receiver, and the receiver threw uh, into the end zone for a touchdown. And I, don't, I was there, and I, don't, I will never forget that uh, Philip Doyle was a kicker. And, and I, I know you've talked about Philip recently with Will uh, along the lines of Will Reichert and vice versa. Is I am absolutely convinced, and you may remember this, Doyle was kicking the ball so well in the dome. Uh, at that time, that if Bama had gone, I, I, I can I can tell you right now, if they had gotten within fifty to even maybe sixty yards, Doyle could have hit a field goal and won the, and won the SEC championship game. 
And if he had, uh, even at that point with the BCS, uh, Alabama very likely would have been in the national championship game. Brent, let's go into a couple different things here. When you look at uh, Alabama's win against Texas A&M, and I love talking history. I could spend the next 45 minutes, you know, recounting these yeah. these memories. But uh, And Philip Dole was a great kicker uh, at the University of Alabama. And, you know, I you may remember more kickers than I do, but I think Will Rockard may have the argument that he's the best. Oh, yeah. Well, Van, Van Tiffin's kick against Auburn in 85 will be one of the more memorable field goals in Alabama history, but uh, it would be great to see Will Riker to, to have the all-time record. I'm, I'm exchanging a message with my doctor. He says a 6'1 person can dunk with a 30-inch vertical. My yeah. response to him, my vertical needs to improve, but gravity is not my friend. So <laughs> I was one of those kids that played under the rim, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all did, brother. Yeah, well, he sends me a picture my doctor does back, and he sends me a jug of sweet tea and says, this is your problem. Yeah, it is. <laughs> he knows you well, don't he? <laughs> he doesn't realize this, but uh, I'm a half and half guy now. I, I can't even yeah. do the sweet tea. After. Really? Yeah. I'm proud I'm, of you. I'm, I'm half Absolutely. and half. Uh, so when we go to... Uh, the deli that you always love to go to, I'll have to, I'll have to, uh, so I'm, I'm excited to get you guys in town. That'll be a lot of fun. Be a lot of yeah, fun. It will be. Um, let's go here to, uh, uh, the conversation around Texas A&M. Just give me some thoughts on Alabama's performance last week in college station. Well, they really, um, I, I mean, to me, this team evolving, uh, centers all the way. It's not just Jalen Milrow and he deserves a lot of credit. But to me, this team is uh, where they are because of their defense uh, and how well the de- I, And I can tell you, and I'm not being disparaging uh, against Golding, uh, but if Pete Golding's coach in Alabama last week, they would not have won uh, because they would have never got the pressure that they got um, uh, with Kevin Steele. And, and, and to me, that is the big difference. Uh, but they, and here, here's what's also important about that game. And you and I have discussed this for the last few years. The other big difference is at the end of the game, they never gave the ball up. Uh, the catch by McClellan at his shoestrings was nothing but amazing, frankly. Uh, but, and, and, and I bet it went through your mind like it did mine was, uh, with about, 30 seconds or whatever that was left, what was the fact of, okay, if they don't get a first down here, A&M's going to get the ball, and they may go the length of the field and score and win the game. Did you have the same Did you have the same great point. No, I did. I did. I mean, yes. you brought it up. Yes. I, my confidence with Kevin Steele, and I know that people argue with me, and I try to explain this from a – it is Nick Saban's defense, but it's Kevin Steele calling the defense. Yes. Pete yes. Golding just couldn't call it in a game. He struggled in right. a game. I yes. mean, they broke records from 1907 in SEC games with Pete Golding calling the defense. So right. Kevin right. Steele, and I hope we can make him comfortable where he can stay here in Tuscaloosa and finish out this tenure because the confidence of that defense, they're – the defensive line's playing better. Nine, nine. Linebackers playing better. Secondary nine, nine. is playing better. You got freshmen out there that 
You know, Caleb Downs comes in as a freshman. He's the highest graded freshman, according to ProFootballFocus.com, across college football. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, as someone explained to me, and they they said this very well, and, and you can you, you certainly feel free to use it. What they said was Pete Golding is not the problem, uh, but the problem, but the reality is Pete Golding's not the answer either. Yeah, I agree. No, and and it's. It's one of those situations where you see it, and now you look at what Kevin Steele's been able to do, and we, his defenses have been great, uh, other than yes. a few hiccups out there. So just got to make him comfortable and uh, make sure he stays in Tuscaloosa because uh, you know what happens with coordinators who have success in Tuscaloosa. Yes. Uh, they get grabbed up pretty, pretty quick. Uh, hey, Brent, uh, let's get some thoughts on Sam Pittman and Arkansas coming to town. Um, uh a team that's on the edge right now. They've lost four in a row. I think it's going to be five by the end of the game. Uh, you've got to be careful with KJ Jefferson. He's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. There's really not much he can't do. Uh, Rocket Sanders, if he's healthy, is very good. Uh, also, <clears throat> but I will say this, one of the Arsenal beat writers who, who I uh, trust, uh, very much, and who knows as much about them as anyone uh, admitted this week that he thought Alabama would win by three or four touchdowns. Uh, and their offensive line is really struggling uh, a good bit. But I'll also say this. You also, like me, remember some games with Arkansas where uh, Alabama barely escaped with a win. So, and and I can tell you one of the greatest frustrating games uh, for Alabama fans was that, uh, I believe it was 17-16 when Gene Stallings was coaching, uh, and this was really before they had instant replay the way they've got it today. Uh, there was a play at the end of the game where... And, and I believe it was on, it may have been on Bama's last play of the game, uh, where Arkansas had 12 men on the field and they did not review it. They were, they were not able to, they either didn't or couldn't or wouldn't review it. And that may have changed the game. Did you remember that at all? Vaguely, vaguely, vaguely. Uh, as you, as you brought it up, it kind of refreshes my memory, but I don't remember exactly the way you do. I don't think that, now I, now I don't think that's going to happen. But I'll tell you a very, very, very important uh, part of this game is for Alabama to get ahead in this game and play a lot of players because, and you and I have talked about this for years, part of Alabama's problem in playing Tennessee is, and this is what happened with, with the Cody kicks in that game too, Alabama comes into the Tennessee game usually on fumes. And that's why even when this game has been, when you've had some inferior Tennessee teams, why it went down to the wire because Alabama at that point badly needed to break. They were going to get one the following week and somehow were able to hang on. Um, and But because they were drained, the game was probably a lot closer than it ever should have been. Is that is that a fair assessment? I think it is very fair, very fair. Um, you think Sam Pittman makes it? 
I don't know. I hope he does. I mean, personally, I like Pittman. I think he's a good guy. I mean, I, I think he is too. I think he's a pretty good football coach. See, the problem with with Pittman is he's in the SEC West. And it, it, it's like a consultant friend of mine told me one time. He said, "Brent, not everybody can win in the SEC West. There's going to be a team or two that is either going to be that's going to be around 500 uh, because of where they are, and, and could we?" Is it fair to say, too, that Arkansas is one of those teams? It is. It is. Um, Arkansas is just, I mean, it's like, where do you find an SEC win? Yeah. I mean, Mississippi State. Yeah, uh, maybe. You know, you go through the the list. But you would also think the NIL with all that Tyson, Walmart, Sam's money that they've got, they would be able to separate themselves with NIL. Uh, Oh, yeah. But but remember, Ryan, even as – Recently, as this year and a few weeks ago, that, that frankly, uh, they should have beat LSU. They should have. Yeah. Brent Beard, we'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about the third Saturday of October, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, Brent Beard, second helping with Travis Ryer. Find Brent Beard on the Twitter account. Brent, I always appreciate you, man. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Well, and we ch- we chased a few interesting rabbits today, didn't no, we? No, we did. I mean, we talked about a lot of different things. We'll do this again. I mean, I love history. I love history, and I yes. love people that uh, love it the way that we do here in Tuscaloosa, man. It's always Absolutely. Okay, brother. Take care, okay? Second helping, Travis Ryer will break here. We'll continue with more of the game next. Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Hey. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Just a small chance of a shower this afternoon or this evening. Otherwise, the sky mostly cloudy. The high today, 71. The low tonight, 60. A brighter day tomorrow. The sky becoming mostly sunny. The high in the mid-70s at 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 70 degrees in Tuscaloosa. A national championship team covering a national championship team. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. with him we were talking about the daniel moore print remember the code word the game the game gets you a free uh excuse me significant discount uh we used to offer free shipping with our products there but uh get we, we switched to a discount because it's bigger right because if you get a you know i think it's 15 percent off uh then and hey if you got you know a couple hundred dollar print that's a significant discount uh so regardless of what you purchase there it's off the entire product there 15 percent off uh you got to select the game you heard about it right here we greatly appreciate you doing that Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. He'll be our final guest. He's next. T-Town Tide 100.9. The home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. A big roll tide from Sonia at Freedom CBD. If you're looking for the best CBD in Tuscaloosa, look no further than Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary with the best selection of quality CBD and Delta 8 products with the most knowledgeable staff. That's Sonia. And you've got to try their amazing Freedom gummies. Now listen, they're going to be closed tomorrow because it's homecoming. So go today to Freedom CBD, 1110 15th Street, right next to Ion Apartments. 
and roll tide. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacations, and sick time. Just call Buck, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center as we get ready for a homecoming weekend. No active wrecks at the moment, but we are already seeing heavy traffic around town. McFarland, Lurleen, 69, all becoming very congested. So watch out for extra traffic as fans come in for homecoming weekend. And also, don't forget, tomorrow is Kentuck. If you see other conditions, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. Now get instant savings from Townsend Nissan up to $8,000 on new in-stock vehicles. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. If you need screen printing or embroidery done for your sports team, Northport Power Equipment, if you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery-operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Crest Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery-operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero-turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department, do that end of the season and maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. It's two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment. It's the Tide 100.9 30K Workday Payday. We cash every weekday 8 to 5. Here's this hour's cash code. 744. Again, that's 744. The code is 744. Enter that code in just a couple of minutes. Tuscaloosa Toyota powers the program. Buy three tires. Get that fourth tire for only $1. Happening uh, right now. Buy one. Uh, buy three tires. Get that fourth tire for only $1. Happening at Tuscaloosa Toyota. When you look at the great dealership, how about a Camry? How about a Corolla? You'll find those. How about a RAV4? How about a Highlander? You'll find those. And uh, the great Tundra Tacoma, you'll find uh, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive options. It is Tuscaloosa Toyota. We're doing our SEC Parlay Pick Contest today. It is presented by Brian Harden Construction, ASME Certification, I-Beam Installation, Fabrication. If you're building for the ground up, let's build something together. It's Brian Harden Construction. We're going to spend some time here with Lee Sterling, and we'll recap Alabama, Texas A&M, but look ahead to this upcoming weekend of action. Lee Sterling, welcome back inside the game. I hope you're having an amazing afternoon. I am. I am. Can't complain. <laughs> I'm over the Miami loss. It just took me uh, about almost six days. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> well, we're, we're... Best, best thing about it, someone asked me if it's the toughest loss, and I said no. It was the Miami-Ohio State National Championship mm. game because it ended the season and ended the chance to win the national title. You know, I can tell you exactly where I was at watching that game, and I'll never forget. Yeah. Uh, was it uh, Willis McGahee? Is that right? His knee injury. That's where his knee. Yeah. Yeah. Got, yeah. Oh my heavens, man! That thing. Oh, was, that was oh, horrible. Yeah. Just and, and, and take nothing away from Ohio State. They came to play that night, but 
to have a game in that way. That was that was borderline criminal. Yeah. And it was bad. Shouldn't have lost to Georgia Tech, but you got a chance to rebound. And, right. uh, you know, we're kind of rooting for chaos uh, as an Alabama folk uh, folks right. here in Tuscaloosa. So uh, go to North Carolina and beat those guys for us, okay? Okay. What's, what's interesting, for the first time in a long time, the Pac-12 might be in play to get into the Final Four. So that's where maybe – I think the ACC and also Pac-12 will, will – settle itself out, but the thing you can't have happen is, let's say, Florida State go undefeated and someone from the Pac-12 go undefeated. Now, I know this is not part of the games that we officially discussed, but can you give me right. some some thoughts on this Washington-Oregon game? I mean, anything sure. that you see? Fun game. I mean, two great offenses. Two really good quarterbacks in Bo Nix who has developed, and I think he's in a really good system. Michael Penix, I mean, throwing the ball deep. He's got three deep threats. But last year, Oregon, I thought, just did not play well. Washington played their best game of the year, and they came out with a three-point upset. I think the matchup that that Oregon's going to exploit if they're smart and have a clear path to win is their running backs, number zero, Bucky Irving, number 20, Jordan James. Get them in one-on-one situations with the Washington linebackers, who I think are average. I, I like uh, Oregon to repay the favor to Washington, forty-five, forty-two. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's just it's not one of those picks that uh, will work as far as games discussion. Just a big game when you look yeah. at it from a national uh, value. Let's go back to Alabama, Texas, saying, "Any thoughts about Alabama's performance out in College Station?" Well, <laughs> I mean, you talk about a kid that stepped up and and. I think everyone was looking for a receiver to step up. Uh, I just thought that Jermaine Burton was incredible. I mean, whatever he had for breakfast and lunch before the game, <laughs> everyone should have some. Played like, I mean, incredible. I mean, he may never have a, another game like that. And there was probably eight or nine plays in that game where any of those plays – Going A and M's favor, they win the game. Just all the defining plays, they either couldn't make them, or Alabama stepped up. So give Alabama credit. I mean, you got to give like Texas credit when they came in to Tuscaloosa and won. I think Alabama, Alabama stepped up uh, when they needed to most. Let's get into these games. Kentucky yep. minus the two against the Missouri Tigers. Missouri uh, took one from LSU last week. Uh, and, and on the losing side of that, in other words, uh, yeah. LSU went to their place and won. Uh, now they load up and go to Kentucky. Uh, what do you think? Second chance bowl. That's what okay. I term this game. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kentucky, just they were overrun. I mean, they, they were facing a team that was ready to play Georgia, and it was a bad matchup. Now I think this is a good matchup. They're running offense. They go downhill. Memphis, same way, put 201 yards on Missouri. LSU put 274 on this Missouri defense. I think Kentucky's going to slow the game down. They want like 60 to 65 snaps on offense. Home field, I think, has to count for something. Kentucky's pretty tough out at home. They're 15-6 and six as a home favorite. Missouri's lost last week. I, I thought that they were the better team. They just couldn't. It's... It, Different than, than Alabama and Texas A&M. I thought they were the better team, and, and they just couldn't come up with any one of maybe 15 plays that could have won the game for them. I like Kentucky here, 
Georgia, and we've got it at 32 and a half. Uh, that line has yeah. went up a little bit since uh, we spoke via email. Georgia minus the points yeah. against Vanderbilt. How about this? Vanderbilt's won the first two games of the year against an FCS opponent and Hawaii, but they've not covered spread yet. They'll find a different way to lose a game and not cover, whether it's interceptions, fumbles, poor coaching, missed tackles. It's like everything. It's something different every week, too. I do think, though, that these Georgia kids, after playing these last couple games, they're looking at film and saying, Vanderbilt's terrible. They're talking amongst themselves. You know how college kids are. And they're looking ahead two weeks to Florida. I think they're going to win the game 45-17, but Vanderbilt covers. Gets their first cover of the year. Okay. All right. So yep. Van- Vanderbilt plus the points. We're talking to Lee yep. Sterling, ParamountSports.com. This is another big game. Uh, because Tennessee got a bye week last week. Now, we know that Auburn struggled with bye last week. I don't know if you heard about it, but it was five overtimes. They declared Mm -hmm. Auburn the moral victory champion of that game. Tennessee did not struggle with bye. They were able to take care of business. Texas A&M played Alabama, as we know. They were on the losing side of this. Tennessee minus the points against Texas A&M. So, Joe Milton. I think he's one of these quarterbacks that needs to have the run set up the pass. And I'm not talking about like, you know, they got to run like eight or ten times and then he just throws it once in the end zone. They got to get five, six, seven yards a lot on first down. If they have second and threes, second and twos, second and fives, he's much more successful. But you put him at third and eight and third and ten, and that arm that you never know where the ball's going to end up, just not as accurate, and defenses will come after him, show some different blitz packages, and think that that's what A&M does best. A&M, their run defense, you saw them up close and personal. They've given up just 84 rushing yards per game, 2.6 yards per carry. They are loaded there, and I think the Vols will have – Occasional success, but not enough. Only a hangover keeps A&M here from, from winning. I like Texas A&M, 30-26. Oh, okay. Yep. Wow. Yep. Um, Small upset. And then that will be Tennessee will be mad, and they'll come to Tuscaloosa, and they'll be even madder when they leave here <laughs> because that will be a revenge game. Alabama yep. remembers yep. that uh, upset last year they took in Knoxville, so it's already kind of the buzz here at Tuscaloosa. Yep. LSU going to be hosting Auburn. They'll host them, and they'll also give them a few points here, minus the 11. Yeah. So, to beat LSU, you got to score some points. I think having the bye week helps Auburn. I just don't think they have the weapons to do it here. And on offense, this LSU team is good. Where do you think that, that Daniels is going to go in the draft, quarterback for LSU? Well, it seems like there's some solid quarterbacks, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I, does it all depend on if Caleb Williams decide? I mean, because I, I don't know if well, Caleb Williams is coming out. I mean, that's just all tall. that talk. He'll end up coming out. You think he wants to spend another year in college? No, no, right, no. Um, so you got Williams and May. Those, those are your probably highest two options. Fair. Yeah, you think he goes first, second, third round? Now, now where, where's Michael Penix at? Is is he? A... I think he's. In my opinion, third rounder at okay. best. Really? I mean, you played yeah. the position, so you know. Yeah. Um, 
Really? So what what has allowed him just to have this success? But you know how the NFL pushes quarterbacks, though. Yeah, they push quarterbacks. Someone might reach for him. So I saw a couple things where they have Daniels going in the third round. I'm, like, shocked. I think his accuracy is the best of any quarterback. I think he's got pretty good vision. He's a leader. He's pretty clutch, too. I think he should go middle of the first, late first at the very latest. I don't get it here. I think he is top shelf, certainly not one or two, but certainly a. I think he is the third best, and it's clear to me. That's my opinion. But Auburn's defense has had their hands full with A&M and Georgia. I think LSU is a different animal on offense here. You're going to see a bunch of receivers, offensive linemen from this unit being drafted second, third, fourth round here. I think LSU is the right side, even with Auburn coming off the bye at 35-20. Okay. Now we work our way to Alabama. This is a big number. We've got it at 19.5. Alabama minus the points against Arkansas. Arkansas's defensive line, front seven, just not good. I mean, I don't see. Maybe there's one kid who would play at Alabama or a top school. They try to coach them up, and they do a pretty good job. But, you know, they've given up three games in the SEC, 189, 196, and 204 yards. you got to at least hold your own. I mean, be within 50 yards of your opponent. You want to have a chance to win. Last two games, they run for 42 and 36 yards here. I don't see Alabama having that big of a letdown. I mean, Milrow finally hitting his stride at quarterback. I like Bama. Roll Tide, 42-14. 42-14. He likes Alabama to get the job done and cover against the Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, another big game and a chance to get a free play, Notre Dame versus USC. Tell me how we can get this free play. Big game here. This is an important game. Uh, <laughs> you're rooting for Notre Dame big time. They want to get it for free. I got a real strong opinion on one side call. 800-400-9741. First five callers. I'm going to give it to them for free. 800-400-9741. We're 47-22-2 on the year. We have our first. We rate our selections from 10 to 50 units. We have our first 40 to 50 unit play of the year going on Saturday. You want to get involved. We don't call it October. We call it Locktober. We have... Three weeks of action, just $247. Use coupon code SAVE100, ParamountSports.com. Lee, you'll laugh at this. We had a few callers ago uh, that literally called in and said, because we do our parlay picks, he said, uh, Lee Sterling calls it Locktober. I am too. He took Georgia, Oregon, and Southern Cal, and he said 276. So your trademark of Locktober, we've got callers using it here in Tuscaloosa. Love it. Just wait till we get to uh, November. Okay. All right. Lee, have an awesome rest of your day. Have a great weekend. Enjoy college football. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you again. Thank you, Ryan. Be safe. Thank you. Lee Sterling helping us out there. We'll come right back to phone calls. Dawson will be first up, uh, and we'll work in uh, Bubba in Northport, Tommy and Romulus Biscuit Bruce. We're free the rest of the way home. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. 
It's homecoming week for the University of Alabama. A week worth of activities wraps up tonight with a traditional homecoming pep rally and bonfire on the quad. Tide coach Nick Saban and members of the team will be there to help celebrate. The homecoming parade kicks off at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. The early start is due to network television setting the kickoff at 11 a.m. from Brian Denny Stadium. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Alabama Sports Updates. And severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. A big roll tide from Sonia at Freedom CBD. If you're looking for the best CBD in Tuscaloosa, look no further than Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary with the best selection of quality CBD and Delta 8 products with the most knowledgeable staff. That's Sonia. And you've got to try their amazing Freedom gummies. Now listen, they're going to be closed tomorrow because it's homecoming. So go today to Freedom CBD, 1110 15th Street, right next to Ion Apartments. And roll tide. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacations, and sick time. Just call Buck, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center as we get ready for a homecoming weekend. No active wrecks at the moment, but we are already seeing heavy traffic around town. McFarland, Lurleen, 69, all becoming very congested. So watch out for extra traffic as fans come in for homecoming weekend. And also, don't forget, tomorrow is Kentuck. If you see other conditions, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. Now get instant savings from Townsend Nissan up to $8,000 on new in-stock vehicles. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Just a small chance of a shower this afternoon or this evening. Otherwise, the sky mostly cloudy. The high today, 71. The low tonight, 60. A brighter day tomorrow. The sky becoming mostly sunny. The high in the mid-70s at 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 71 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best sports talk show in all of Alabama. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Better known as Texas A&M. Don't tell Coach Stallings we say that. He doesn't have the internet stream, so nobody tell him that. But uh, every time I see those those yell practice, have anybody seen the video that was released this week? I guess somebody went behind enemy lines and got us some photos and some videos. I just remind you, that bunch is crazy. It was, crazy. It was weird because, I mean, if they just posted that like during a midnight yell, it wouldn't have been – it would have been weird, but – fine but that was with no no one in the stands just just them yeah. that was a little weird yeah it was super 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 weird let's go to dawson on an sec parlay pick contest presented by brian hard construction hey dawson how are you welcome into the game in tuscaloosa well ryan two and a half hours ago i was doing pretty good i'm pretty aggravated now <laughs> i well, we kind of run my limits of my good guy 
Well, we, we, are, we are sorry. Oh, Lord. Well, you, you called oh. in and you just got backlogged with guests. We had two guests back-to-back, so uh, that was our problem. Yeah, and uh, and sometimes you get hung up on stuff and I say, Ryan, get rid of them. It's just junk. And you think, and then you'll go through all that and you well, say, if it all right, been... anything, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, you say, got anything else? I said, Ryan, shut up. If, if it had, I guess it's a Friday thirteenth. But if it hadn't been oh. for Bama Nick, uh, I would have. I was going to squeeze in like two calls right there before I went to Brent Beard. Well, Bama Nick just kept on and kept on and kept on, and it's like I'm trying to explain to first graders uh, what pick. Well, they do with Bama Nick is, is just to say hello and goodbye. <laughs> All right, Ryan, look, now let me move on with it because I know a lot of re- important callers are behind me here. And this is You're Parlay important. Day. And You're important. This is, par- this is Parlay Day, and, and you know, we, uh, i got to get a lot more scores in and all that. But, I mean, I, like Brent Beard, he got in on that 92 stuff. I said, what in the crap is this? You know? But anyway, I finally got around to the what's going on this week. And, but Ryan started off with Robert. He started off with Robert. Robert has bought in, 100% bought in to the propaganda, the national propaganda. I mean, the national propaganda is working here in Tuscaloosa. When people believe that this bias at work is um, that Alabama, even if they win the SEC, they're not going to be in it. Well, right. First of all, I don't believe that. I mean, do you? I mean, I guess there's a mathematical formula that would – I mean, what if everybody ran the table? I know that there's not possible because you're going to have teams that play one another. But let's say that Florida State happens to – let's just say – just paint the scenario. We don't, but we don't even have to go through all that trouble. We don't even have to go through all that trouble. I mean, he's y'all have already done it. I mean, he's already done that. I mean, Robert's already done that. Okay. And and it's not even – we're have in the middle of the season, not even quite in the middle of the season, and all this kind of crap. Look, it's a bias out there. Why do you think those things are up there above the it SEC teams anyway? It's possible, okay? So, well, you know, it's possible, you know, for the sky to fall, but God keeps it up there, you know? Well, so, he does. Thank I mean, you. Thank you, God. <laughs> not you, but thank you to God. I mean, it's possible for crazy things to happen, I guess, but this, well, I know but, God but, don't keep the sky but, going. But, but if Florida State was to have went out, they would be there. They have a very impressive victory over LSU. Oklahoma, they went out. They're in. So you got two spots. Well, then you go to the Big Ten. Ohio State or Michigan is going to play one another. If one of them wins out, they're in. So there's three spots. So then you go to the Pac-12 and you go with Washington and Oregon. Let's say Washington continues. Yeah, I mean, it's mathematically it is possible. So that's what Robert is just saying. He said, let's go ahead and start getting some of these teams a blemish. We have a blemish. We lost to Texas. Get some other well, teams Ryan, some blemishes. In, in reality, this kind of thing happens every at a particular point in the season. This kind of scenario is out there every single year. I mean, you got teams undefeated that maybe not normally that they're undefeated, and it's just half the season is gone. That's it. And so start fretting or worrying about or even entertain the idea that if in the end, after all is said and done and floated, that you would say that the SEC champion is not going to be there? No, I don't believe that. Not for New York second. I don't think. I don't think Vegas believes that. So anyway, it's just it's just crazy stuff. And um, 
But anyway, uh, oh yeah, then you go and post. I'm I'm jumping on you today. Go ahead. So then I saw your post about 11 a.m. or 8 a.m. Was that it? I mean, uh, I mean 8 p.m. So you have 11 a.m. or 8 p.m. Right? All I did was ask a question. I asked one question. It's a very simple question. Which one do you prefer? Alabama kicks off at 11 a.m. or 8 p.m. on Facebook? Well, surely anybody in their right mind is going to say 11 a.m. And nobody wants to kick off at 8 p.m. in the evening. I mean, it's just plain You wrote 8, it's just you wrote 8 crazy. p.m. I'm looking right at it. It's just plain crazy. I'm going to stay with 11 a.m. I mean, I think that's what I put well, on there. But. No, I see. Yeah, I've seen Dawson right now, Dawson Morrison. And you don't see, if it said 8 p.m., I, I wasn't in my right mind. I was drunk. I've been drinking whiskey or something. Because <laughs> I'm just teasing. It does say And I don't, even, I don't even drink. But, uh, oh, man, let me hurry through this. But Tennessee and Auburn, then you want to throw out Tennessee and Auburn off our schedule. That is just crazy. Absolutely crazy. Crazy! Did you hear Nick Saban last night? I know I didn't hear him last night. I didn't. I didn't hear him last night. He said, but "Whoever are, goes off." He go said they are leaning. They are leaning to a seven and one eight game model, seven rotating and one permanent. He's what he said. He said last night on the Nick Saban show. Well, so that, right, would, I tell you that would make that it would we would rotate one of those off. So. Well, I don't think you'd take – well, I'm gonna, I don't know. It's crazy, Ryan. It's just crazy. And I hope that's not the case. I mean, my, case, ha- my I head's would, been spinning for, for days. I wouldn't want Tennessee nor Auburn off the schedule, neither one. They both belong there. I mean, I enjoy I enjoy whipping both of them. So, you know, there you are. But, uh, oh, my goodness. Um, well, I guess I'll end this so, there. So now we you've talked about – you spent the last six minutes talking about what they talked about. So, well, I'm just trying to say, it's, I mean, it's crazy stuff. It's just crazy. Well, you, have to put some, you have to put some things to sleep, you know. Like, go to sleep. It's just crazy. Everything's going to be fine, people. If Alabama wins the SEC, they're going to be in it. I don't care who else is in it. Well, you're right, but there is a scenario that maybe well, not. Yeah, well, you believe in those stats. I don't believe in stats. I don't believe in stats. You believed in the last Stats year. is the past. Stats, is, stats are in the past. It's today, or you know, it's but today. What's wrong with it's not what even Robert tomorrow. Mobile said Robert just said get a couple of these teams with some L's. Well, I, mean, I want them. To, I want them to lose, and they're going to lose. I mean, Notre Dame. They're going to lose. You. We don't pull for you often, I mean, but we'd like to see you. You got regular games, and then you got conference cha- championship games with most of them. So no, it's crazy. So anyway, let me get my score in there. I want to hear what Biscuit's got to say and all these others. So you got you gonna have to hurry through some stuff. Is Biscuit your favorite caller? No, but he's a good caller. Okay, he's a good caller. That and, Nick's uh, your favorite caller, right? No, Paul is my favorite caller. Oh, Paul is your Paul favorite. is Paul is the best you got, and he hates Auburn. At, well, and I hate Auburn. I I I, 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 hate, I hate Auburn. Me too. Here we go, Alabama. Alabama. And then I'm going to take how many points I, I that uh, Alabama's supposed to win that thing by well, this weekend. Everybody uh, else gets 19 and a half, but uh, you get 25 and a half. <laughs> okay, then I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Auburn. <laughs> 
You're really going to take oh, Auburn minus the points. Well, you did that a couple of weeks ago, and it cost I lost you. with Auburn before, but it, it's on the planes, Ryan. It's on the planes. They're going to turn those no, sprinklers no, on. No, They're going to no, run no, the no, cheerleaders no, no, no. out there naked and all that. No, it is in Baton Rouge. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> if it's in Baton Rouge, I'll have to back up and say Auburn, Auburn in a skinny, skinny by their teeth. Oh, that's a tough one. I didn't realize. I, thought, I was thinking it was in Auburn. Well, I'm, I'm going to stay with Auburn. Right, LSU get, is just not playing well. Yeah, I'm going to stay with Auburn. You get the Cal College plus well. 11. Pick number 11 three. 11 and a half, I guess. Okay. And then Texas A&M. I'm going to go with Texas A&M on this one. All right. So you heard Lee Sterling pick that. So now you're going that direction. Okay. Uh, and me and Paul, me and Paul had exactly the same number on yardage. 351. Clint, uh, Windsor, he said 351. I had already written that yeah. down. So now I'm going to go with 352. Okay. And as you would say, I don't need a tiebreaker. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. But I don't, I don't need a tiebreaker. Road time, man. Thank you, Dawson. We appreciate that. Let's go to Bubba in Northport. Bubba, good afternoon. You're in the game. I was just, I was just thinking of a new scenario. Y'all had talked about this today. Say, say there's one slot left. It comes down to the SEC champion, which Alabama beats Georgia, or the Big 12 champion, which Texas beats Oklahoma, who are they going to take for that last spot? So say it one more time. I just want to make sure I got the scenario correct. Okay. Say Texas beats Oklahoma and Alabama beats Georgia. There's one slot left in the college playoffs. Oh, it's, it's, it's Alabama. You think they're going to take Alabama over Texas, even though Texas beat Alabama? I do. Okay. So the SEC will have presence over the Big 12, I guess. Well, and I would think. I mean, it would be a dilemma. Uh, but I think, as Dawson said, it will work itself out. But as Robert oh, yeah. also said, then – Let's try to find a way to get the blemish on. I mean, go ahead. Knock out USC. Notre Dame, well, we can, we're looking we, at you. We can, only, we can only worry about what we can control. Well, true, but, but as he said, it would make us a little easier. But I like the pressure. Uh, we have no wiggle room. Yeah. Before I give my picks, I need you to do me a favor. Okay. I need you You go to the press conference after the ball game, don't you? I do. I need you to ask Nick Saban this question. Do you use a bath cloth or a puff? No, I will not. I don't even like asking him questions because regardless if you ask the question, sometimes he'll just take it and twist it all back around so he's like he wants to get it out. So Y'all um, got on that puff thing a couple of days ago, and I can't get it out of my head. It was so funny. I had to lay down. It was so funny y'all talking about that. I prefer a puff on a stick. So. A puff on a stick? Yeah. They make them. I got one. A puff on a stick? Yeah. Is this a, a, a stick about... Bubba, Bubba, we got to be good, man. We may have visitors in town. I mean, they, we're trying to sell them to download the Tide 100.9 app, and they're thinking, man, these people went Looney Tune down here. Bubba, don't, don't tell those secrets. That's just like Monday and Tuesday talk. Okay, all right. I give him a pick. I'm just teasing. That? I'm just aggravating you, but I know, I know you never seen a puff on a stick. I don't guess so. 
a why have you ever seen a puff on a stick whites looking at us like i have not uh i, I really have no clue what exactly y'all are talking about looking at one. <laughs> okay well uh you got one that's that's a hot thing all right here we go Bubba, right. give me three picks lsu lsu got it pick number two kentucky ky got it alabama bama Three forty-seven. Three forty-seven. I got it, man. Thank you so much, Bob. I hope you have a great Thank day. You. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. R and R cigars. One thousand different cigars to choose from. The walk-in humidor. Relax and recharge. If you want a little Friday night football, a little baseball throughout the weekend, a little college football, relax and recharge. The Cigar Mansion R&R Cigars. Reagan and Randy Starner, 2703 6th Street at the Cigar Mansion. Relax and recharge. Big HDTVs, home theater seating. Relax and recharge. R&R Cigars. We'll continue with more. We're coming right back to phone calls. Tommy and Romulus, you're next. T-Town Tide, 100.9. The home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. A big roll tide from Sonia at Freedom CBD. If you're looking for the best CBD in Tuscaloosa, look no further than Freedom CBD. Their Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary with the best selection of quality CBD and Delta 8 products with the most knowledgeable staff. That's Sonia. And you've got to try their amazing Freedom gummies. Now listen, they're going to be closed tomorrow because it's homecoming. So go today to Freedom CBD, 1110 15th Street, right next to Ion Apartments. And roll tide. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacations, and sick time. Just call Buck, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center as we get ready for a homecoming weekend. No active wrecks at the moment, but we are already seeing heavy traffic around town. McFarland, Lurleen, 69, all becoming very congested. So watch out for extra traffic as fans come in for homecoming weekend. And also, don't forget, tomorrow is Kentuck. If you see other conditions, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. Now get instant savings from Townsend Nissan up to $8,000 on new in-stock vehicles. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Toyota.com, a huge part of our show. We are powered by those guys every single day. The service department, always great. The new inventory side, all those new Toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty. And right now, we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years. Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, Highlanders, Forerunners, Tundras, Tacomas, also the pre-owned inventory. Most of the pre-owned inventory comes with that same lifetime powertrain warranty. See all of the inventory, TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Scotland Boulevard. Under the, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
Tuscaloosa Tide at 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. I do remind you about the Wharf. Since 1976, a long-standing tradition. Go see my friends Mark and Lee. If you need a new pair of jeans for homecoming, they've got it that fixed up. How about a new pair of boots? Uh, both season tomorrow, you guys better be wearing those snake-proof boot options. You can find them at the Wharf. You can find the waterproof options, the hiking boot, the casual boot, the work boot, work apparel for the entire family. It is the Work and Western headquarters for the entire family. It is the Wharf located on McFarland Boulevard between Winn-Dixie and the Blue Plate. Go see our guys and tell them the game sent you. We greatly appreciate them for being a part of our show. Let's continue with more phone calls. Tommy Romulus. Tommy shops at the Wharf. He's told us about it before. How are you, Tommy? Yeah. Welcome into the I'm game. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, the Wharf is a great storm for shirts, blue jeans, overalls, boots, whatever you need. They got him. There you go. Yeah, I can't complain about it. Well, I have met more of your callers now. I'm developing a fan base. You do have a fan base. I do. I'm shocked. Kind of bother me when people start staring at me at a restaurant Uh and look at me like, I know you. And they know you from this show. Well, we're grateful for that. That's right. I mean, this show makes you famous, Tommy. You'll be signing autographs before too long. I think I need to get a bumper stickers put out. Tommy from Romulus 2024. Well, I'd vote for what... you over the clown that's in there right now. Yeah, yeah. I just hope we able to play football in 2024. Listen to them yahoos up there. They scare the living I mean, you'll say it. Tommy, don't get me started in this. You're trying to get me in trouble on a Friday afternoon. I'm trying well, to be kind. Well, yeah. yeah. You're a kind person. I heard wonderful things about you today. Just wonderful. But there's one thing I met. Don't believe Ellis any from, I met Elias today from Manchester, Tennessee. Oh, the I last met. duck through the hole. That's right. Yeah, me and him. Listen to one of your other people who have a show. I don't know if I can say his you name. Can, you're more welcome to say their name. Uh, the and Millers. I can, yeah, Miller's Edge. Corey Miller, yeah. Christian Miller. Sure. Yeah. And I met J-Rob from Montgomery. I went out there where they park, and I got talking to him, met him. I'm kind of worried about him and you because I found out y'all in our in our cult. I didn't know y'all was in a cult. I saw pentagrams on his truck. Blue with white tracing on the back looked like stars. I just couldn't figure out what kind of pentagram that was. I've never seen that before. I guess I don't know what you're talking about. You should. I didn't know the Dallas Cowboys were the cult. Well, we are. Uh, no, okay, just you're just... either for us or against us. Yeah, a lot well, of people I... are against us. That's okay. See, I told George Teague yesterday about how you guys try to pick on me and my Cowboys. That's okay. Well, I mean. I can take it. Well, I'm glad you can take it. I mean, they have built up my immunity to the criticism. Well, you're a good person doing what you do. I mean, we talked about, you know, Ryan, they were just talking about you and you. They said, what does it take to water Ryan Fish? Not much. What do you do? I say, I get a hose, I turn the water faucet on. 
still run and scream at me three days later. My water bill went up $40. But, you know, fill it I up. Said, fill it up. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, no, I mean, it's really, I mean, the last 10 or 12 days, I met a lot of people that have the show. And, and it's good that people know me by the voices. Like the guy walked up to me when I was paying my bill. He said, I'm going to ask a dumb question. I went, no, no question dumb. He said, I know you, but I don't know you. I went, okay. He said, well, you told me from Rumbles, I recognize you by your voice. I went, no, no, he is. I'm pointing at Jay Rob. I was going to put the blame on him. But yeah, I went, yeah, it was me. I, I'm amazed. I really never thought much about my voice. I mean, because. We're all very distinctive. I, uh, yeah, and it's, it's a great thing that people listen to this show. I'm like, well, we, I know Ryan would love to have you call in. I mean, call him. I mean, it's not a hard number to forget. We know I mean, the stats I, tell us this, Tommy, that only less than 1% actually calls into a show. And there's also an art to getting into the show. Tommy, you know that better than anybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, and, and sometimes the persistence pays off. Yeah. All right, Tommy, you're filibuster now. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. I got, I I'm see, doing what they all do. I know Dawson what filibuster. every single I one of you like guys the rest do. Of them. Yeah, it's me, 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 me. I'm all for myself, nobody else. As okay. you should be. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> Are you ready? You got your pencil shopping? I got my pen and piece of paper. I'm ready to go. Okay, I'm going to take the LSU kitty cats. LSU minus the points. Pick number two. I'm going to take the Tennessee Vols because I don't think A&M have ever been. All right. They only play like five times. All right, no, Tennessee I mean, minus the points. Pick number three. Uh, I'm going to take the Georgia Bull Puppies. Okay, the Mutts from Athens. Got it. Pick number uh, – well, no, no, I was about to say pick number three. How about Milrow rushing and passing yards? I'm going to say a nice number like 346. 346. I got it, Tommy. Roll Tide to you, man. All right, man. Y'all have a good weekend. Right Take back care. to you. We'll continue Pee Wee from Grand Bay on the other side. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Just a small chance of a shower this afternoon or this evening. Otherwise, the sky mostly cloudy. The high today 71, the low tonight 60. A brighter day tomorrow, the sky becoming mostly sunny. The high in the mid-70s at 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 71 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where the legends of Alabama football hang out. Lacey, huge hole. Touchdown. Yep, yep. Alabama touchdown. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. State, if I'm not mistaken, that's another top 25 matchup. Uh, we look at the world of college football. We're doing our SEC Parlay Pick Contest presented by Brian Harden Construction, ASME Certification, I-Beam Installation, Fabrication, a very diverse business, laser cutting, CNC machines, reverse engineering. It is Brian Harden Construction. Let's continue, and we go to Pee Wee in Grand Bay. Pee Wee, how are you? Welcome to the game in Tuscaloosa. 
I'm doing pretty good, brother. I'm amazed that I got through. I try every week, but most of the time I I can't even get the phone to ring. But I got through today, man. So how's everything going for you? Oh, it's great, man. It's a great day. Great day. I mean, my Alabama team is back on track, which is good. And your offensive line played really good. Uh, better. Better. Not great. Well, they played better. Still pre- nine pre-stat snap penalties. I mean, hopefully we don't have any of those, you know, tomorrow. But, I mean, we just we, we kill ourselves is what we do. You know, and then finally in the in the second half, they get it all together after coach does whatever he does for his magic at halftime, you know, and they come out and they play better for the past couple games. But we need to have a whole game of that, you know, 60 minutes of playing like that and see what can happen. I, I would. I would, too. Wait, let me ask you this. And I know you ask Coach Saban often about because uh, Pee Wee Grand Bay is the first caller on the Nick Saban show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock here on Tide 100.9. But, uh, you know, when, when you look back at this offensive line, I mean, I apologize to the audience all the time. I thought this would be a strength of this team, and it's really it's become a weakness. It has. I mean, at the beginning of the year, uh, it it did not look good at all. And all you heard about during the spring and up through fall camp is, is the offensive line. You know, the offensive line are going to be really, really physical, be able to get movement, you know, get good pass protection. And then they come out and then they've just, you know, not played good at all, period. You know, but it is getting better. Hopefully it will continue to get better. And, uh, and, you know, get to where we can, if we can run the ball, we got to consistently be able to run the ball. And if we can do that, then I think we can do pretty much anything else we want to. No, I, I would agree. I mean, think about if we can get the passing attack to be consistent, if we can get our rushing attack picked up a little bit. I'm talking about the backs. And then when you add Jayla Milrose, um, make you look silly speed, that's a winning combination right there, especially with that defense. Man. Exactly, and they've been playing lights out, and, you know, and if they can continue to do that, then, you know, they can at least keep us in the game. And, you know, just like last week, you know, when we make the plays that we have to make when we get the opportunity to make them, you know, we can't miss on them like we had before, but, you know, we just hit those plays, and uh, and I think we'll be okay. Okay. I, you know. Hey, and, and, and in responding just, to your text message earlier this week, uh, yeah, man, you swing by for the LSU game, and uh, swing by. We'd love to have you in the studio. Okay, yeah, I plan on doing that. I'm, I'm coming up for the show. Uh, Thursday night, and then I'm also going to go to my very first Nick at noon Friday, and uh, and then uh, I'll ride by there after you get on the air. Yeah, sure, please do, please do, and uh, you know, come over and uh, say hello. And uh, are you in town now? No, actually, I'm not. Okay. Um, I normally go up. I normally go up to uh, some friends of mine uh, that live in Bessemer. I got you, and. Uh, I spend the night up there, and then I come into town on Saturday and go back there on Saturday night, and then I go home on Sunday. I got you. 
I got you. That's that's a pretty good plan right there, my friend. Very good. Uh, Pee Wee, you got three picks for me? Well, I, I don't even. I didn't even hear what they were. I'll tell you what. That that's, uh, that gives me a reminder. Let me run through them because I haven't run through them in a couple of hours. Let's go. Bama minus the nineteen and a half. Forty six is the game total. You can play the over. You can play the under. Uh, Georgia against Vanderbilt. Georgia minus thirty two and a half. Fifty six is the game total. Over under on that either way. Uh, Florida at South Carolina. South Carolina minus the two fifty is the game total. Texas A and M after that blemish last week that they took from Alabama. U T. Uh, going to be hosting them. Tennessee minus the three, 54 and a half is the game total. Auburn, Cal College, going to be going down to LSU. LSU minus the 11, 60 is the game total. Kentucky going to be hosting Missouri. Kentucky minus two and a half, 50 and a half is the game total there. And then we've added a couple of non-conference games. We added Oregon and Washington. UW minus the three. 67 is the game total. You can play the over, you can play the under. And then... Uh, USC at Notre Dame, Notre Dame minus the two and a half and 60 and a half is the game total. You pick three and give me a tiebreaker and we'll put you in the contest. All right. Uh, I'll take uh, LSU. Okay. LSU minus uh, the points. We all hate Auburn. Right. Uh, I'll take Kentucky. Kentucky minus the points. Got it. Pick number three. Uh, you said Washington and Oregon. Yeah, it's Washington minus three. I'll take Washington. All right. Uh, yep. Got it. And pick it. The tiebreaker is Milrow passing and rushing combined yardage. 287. 287. Pee Wee, I appreciate you, man. And uh, we'll be excited to see you here in a couple of weeks, man. All right, buddy. Thank you very much. I'll holler at y'all later. Roll Tide. Thank you. Thank you. Pee Wee, Grand Bay, Pee Wee, Grand Bay, helping us out there. We'll go to Tony coming up next. T-Town Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. It's the Tide 100.9, 30K Workday Payday. Win cash every weekday, 8 to 5. Here's this hour's cash code. 385. Again, that's 385. The code is 385. Enter that code now on the Tide 100.9 app. Click on the 30K Payday button and enter the code for a chance to win
back into the game. Three hours in, one hour to go. We'll be with you all the way until 6 o'clock. We are Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. Homecoming tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. The parade starts at 7 a.m. And we're going to get you ready for Alabama and Arkansas. Remember to keep it right here on the flagship station of Alabama Crimson Tide football. And every day at 5 o'clock, I remind you the credentials of the University of Alabama. It is 18 national titles, 29 SEC championships, 145 first-team All-Americans, 76 postseason appearances, 45 postseason victories, four Heisman winners, and the greatest college football coaches to ever walk the sidelines. We're talking a little Alabama Crimson Tide football. We're doing our SEC Parlay Pick Contest. We just went through the numbers a couple of minutes ago. We take three numbers or three teams you pick that are going to cover the spread And then what it is is you win a weekly prize pack. This week it's another Dreamland gift card. Our great sponsor there. Ain't nothing like them nowhere since 1958. Also putting in a Mark Smart gift package as well. So I greatly appreciate them for being a part of our show. Mark Smart in downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. And uh, we talk about, you know, if you want to dominate the grill, you go by Mark's Mark. And the grill is the Rectech Grill. But you got to get qualified to be able to enter the grand prize package. So we take our weekly winners and we put them in a package and we draw them out at the end of the season. And your chance to get in, you know, we always say get a name in the cooler, right? You got to get a name in the cooler, which is made possible by Rectech. You know, the world's first wood-fired griddle was just released just a couple of days ago. I've got one of these great Rectech grills. Uh, there's nothing like it. I have the 590, the Deck Boss 590. And uh, that thing is absolutely, it'll make an amateur look like a professional. I can promise you. With the, the temp probes, uh, I've cooked many Boston butts on this thing. I even mastered brisket the other day. So the Rec Tech, we're doing Rocky Head to Toe, Rocky Head to Toe. Uh, one more package from those guys. We always appreciate Rocky Boots for being a part of our show. And then we'll include also some awesome goodies as we travel throughout the off season. Uh, or excuse me, throughout the season, we'll add to this. But uh, those are our big headliner packages, uh, Rocky head to toe package, head to toe, everything from uh, the top to the bottom, uh, to a new pair of boots, to a new pair of pants, to a shirt, uh, everything included there, Rocky Boots. Dot com and also our Rectech products uh, there. And uh, you can now find some of the Rectechs uh, at Ace Hardware. So uh, just something to keep in mind there. Rectech's been a part of our show for, I guess, five or six years now. So we greatly appreciate them uh, there. And uh, we'll get back on the winning side. Our show is always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. Buy three tires, get that fourth tire for only $1. Happening at Tuscaloosa Toyota. Let's go to Tony in Tuscaloosa. Tony, good afternoon. You're in the game. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. How you doing? Good, good. Happy homecoming. That's right. Happy homecoming. Should have a lot of people in town. We do. 11, 11 or 8 kickoff? Neither. Game shouldn't start before 12. Game shouldn't go after 7. You got enough teams on the West Coast. There's no reason you can't have 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock games, but for teams. I mean, we're Alabama. We're Alabama. Play us where we should be. Show some favoritism to the king of the Southeastern Conference. Well, that's debatable right now. But, yes, historically you are correct. Yeah. I mean, without us, there would be no SEC. There's no no question. There's no question. 29 SEC titles. Georgia, you've only got 14. I know you're kind of the temporary king here, but. uh... That's right. You know, and. Talking about dropping teams next year and stuff like that. 
let me just put this out there. I just don't see how the SEC can allow the longest rivalry in the conference to end. The oldest rivalry game in the conference to end. I agree. So I think Auburn and Georgia's got to be, they got to play. You know, they got to play. That's a lot bigger than us. And, uh, you know, LSU needs someone to play. Ole Miss doesn't need to be that team or Texas or whatever. Yeah. So are you Tennessee, with me? They're a flash in the pan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. You can drop them. Drop those losers, those booger eater down there, the booger eaters down there. I mean, you know, us beating them gives us nothing ever. Elva! This is like Elva. old school Tony hating on Auburn. I mean, you wore that badge for so long, and you've been kind of light on them. I, I just feel good about this. This is well, – Reminded me of the old days. I, I had to pass the torch to Paul. I, you know, I, I don't like being trapped in a box. You know, I don't want to have to do this and have to do that. So, Paul has done great. I'm a little disappointed. When's the last time you heard, what do you do when you see a booger eater? It has been a little bit of time. Paul, you're going to have to shape it up, man. Maybe Paul forgot. So what do you do when you see a booger eater? You kick him. Well, you kick him. What do you do when you see one so down on their luck? It's like, you know, they're begging for beanie weenies and Vienna sausage down on the corner. What do you, and it's an old lady. What do you do? You go to the closet and you get the steel toed boots and you lay it on. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> you get the steel toed boots and you lay it on. <laughs> Call a friend. <laughs> Phone <laughs> a friend. Yeah, absolutely. Two, be- uh, two uh, boots uh, are better than one. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I just wanted to show you that I have been listening. Well, thank you. So thank you, you know that, you know, I'm a, I don't just. Well, we were. We were I was, yeah, I was going to write you down as a buzzard group. Uh, you know. <laughs> buzzard. No, I think you know better. Whatever going to this. But uh, is there anything you want to talk about or do you want to move on to the other call? And no, let me I, get mean, my picks well, we, I mean, I mean, we need to. I would like to be able to make it to twenty calls today, and I've I've been I'm good. I've been a horrible host today. I mean, I've just been because I've, I've allowed people to filibuster this show today. I mean, we've talked about. I mean, Bubba in Northport, and and what people do is I know what they're doing. I get it because I mean, think about it. If you're competing against ten people, you you've got a better chance. Um, he brought a puff on a stick up to the show. You know. I've got a potential, uh, I got a potential Bubba pick out of my picks. Just let you know, in honor of Bubba, and okay. puff it on a stick. Okay, okay. But I mean, I'll get to that here. In are a you? I mean, I mean, I'll get I mean to that it's, it's very important. Do you? Are you a puff or a washcloth guy? Uh, you know, I'm like what uh, I'm a commando guy. Like okay. who? I forgot who said that. Uh, I think it was Danny G or. Paul it was, it was Danny that. G. Yeah, it was Danny G. Yeah, I'm a commando guy. I, I'm, I, you know, washcloth. Come on now. And uh, 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 a puff. Come on. You know what? Uh, I, no. Well, no. That, I see, would have to steal that from a woman to use but, that. But see, here's the thing, though. Okay, and you got to sell this. Okay. Um, yeah, the it. puff because of my liberal tendencies that I have. Lufa, right? Lufa. Yeah. When, well. But I think that's the and, real. And, and, and a loofah. 
I think that's the real part of the sponge, right? It's the one that it's you know it grows under the ocean or whatever in the ocean. I think the loofah, you know, you get that and get the dead skin off and stuff like that on your feet, on your elbows, and on the loofah. Okay, I think that's correct. But, but, but anyway, okay, so I call it a puff. But, but but if you want to call it a loofah, then that's fine too. I but, bet uh, you do. But me being the you know I have a lot of liberal tendencies. Uh, you do. You do. And, and you so, hide them well. I mean, you get on here like right. you know, well, because you really are Republican uh, because. You pretend you're conservative when behind the scenes sure. you're really oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a so, uniparty liberal. But a washcloth, it uses so much water to wash yeah. it in a washing machine. Yeah, yeah and that's right. the sponge stays in the in the shower. So it, it helps right. me save water. And, you know, I know global warming is a real thing. That's right. So, well, you know, it just, it, it, I, I want to feel like I'm making my contribution to the world. And uh, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I applaud you for that. Uh, I, I really do. And, and the youth of today applaud you for that, too. And the men and women walking around in sandals with their uh, black socks on applaud you as well. And yeah, well, that's where well. I learned it at. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's, that's, right. That's, that's always what I, a good That's what look. I got for that education. I mean, it was expensive. <laughs> well, that's where it originates from. I hear people all the time. Where does this come from? There Academia. you go. That's where it comes from. Yeah. And, and they've been beating that drum for a while. But anyway. The breeding ground for hate. <laughs> and division. It's and all division. about division. Because we don't hate each other. No, this country no. loves America. No matter what they try to tell you, never forget, you're not a racist for being a nationalist. You're an American. You know, and speaking, well, of, speaking of America, just a couple of days ago, I saw a video, and it was thunderstruck, yeah. and it was what we know yeah. as Alabama football, but it was That's thunderstruck, right. and it was the the aircraft carrier um, named after President Ford uh, arriving in oh. Israel, and it was thunderstruck, and it was like, that's that's what America's all about. Uh, we go and defend. Uh, especially our allies like Israel, and it makes me sick at my stomach uh, to see some of these uh, folks uh, all over the news. But anyway, uh, we're a sports show, and I'll try to stay at that. But uh, I love this country, and I'm proud to be an American. Yeah, shame we won't fly that thing to the border. We've only been invaded by hostile by hostile enemies for. Uh, Two years now. Well, and at I, the think, of about I think all these protests are evidence. Million plus people. Yeah, they're evidence of uh, what has happened. Well, so, uh, well, the, the next thing that's coming, by the way, and just be prepared, <laughs> everyone, is that we will have uh, there, there will be bombs going off and things like that here in America, thanks to that policy. And it's intentional. Now, it's as, intentional. As a liberal, I apologize for our failed. I know. You shouldn't have. You should. Yeah. 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 All right. Tony, but anyway, you hey, three you picks. know. I, all right, first thing people need to know is that when I get serious and I lay down a pick, especially <laughs> like my, especially like this my. This is like a joke because Tony sticks at this. I do not. I've only had, I had one 0-3 thing. What was my last week? What I've been almost every week. When's the last time three. Nick Saban's oh. lost three games? Come on. I mean, no, you, no, you want to be, no. be great? Two, two, well, I'm, I'm just saying. My picks have been right on. I'll tell you this. All right. Well, give, my, give me, my limp 
my limp wrist dirt neck pick of the year has never lost. <laughs> presented, it hit last week. presented by the pharmacy at Midtown. That's right. That's I've literally right. got so people texting you, me going, are you really a liberal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Friday the 13th. There we go. All right. Give me three so, picks. Let's go. All right. Now, I got another pick, Mrs. Hot. This okay. is really, okay. really hot. All right. I've the, had my pen on the piece of paper for the last 30 minutes. Let's go. The, the you sure got purdy teeth pick of the year. Okay. Also known as squill like a pig. Pick of the year. Pick of the year. LSU. LSU, LSU, minus the points. LSU, minus the points All right, in a gigantic blowout. The next one, my Bubba pick of the year. What did he say, blowing a what? What? What was Bubba's thing? Bubba that called in. Puff on a stick. Puff on a stick. You got to go with KY on that. So we're going to go KY over in that game. Over. Not Kentucky, but over in the KY game. The pump on the stick. Got it. All right. All That's right. right. Pick number three. And I also like over in the Washington Oregon game. Even though it's a lot of points, these guys are going to put up a lot of points. Now, I got to have some. 67 I got to have some Are we, we're talking about Jalen Milrow or Alabama? No, no. Jalen Milrow only. I thought you'd been listening for the last three hours. I have been, but I think people don't understand that. I think someone had 300 and something <laughs> yards or something like that. Well, it's I mean, Milro you know. combined passing and rushing. So if he throws and for rushing. 300 and he runs for 50, then it's 350. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. I'm going, I'm, I'm going, you know, I'll go 235. 235. The Pharmacy at Midtown, T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of Pharmacists, the retail side of things, the hard-to-get medication, all the compounding needs, the customized dosage that you and your physician agree upon. It is the Pharmacy at Midtown. The Pharmacy at Midtown with T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of Pharmacists. Tony, be good to yourself, man. Have a great weekend. Hey, in honor of Bubba, he's got a special on KY going on over there right now. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Let's go to Jr. Coker, Alabama. Jr. Good afternoon. You're in the game. All right. How are you doing? I'm good. Oh, this is the Tony Show. Uh, it can be. It could be Jr. Show now. Well, it's been the Tony Show for about thirty minutes. <laughs> are you jealous? No, I don't really care. Oh, okay. uh, he, he he brings up a laughter, a laugh, and well, I mean, he was only on uh, just a few minutes. Yeah, well, uh, usually he's longer, but he, uh, he, he, he was short today. Torch, he passed the torch rather quickly today. <laughs> but I like Tony. I mean, he, he's got a lot of good content. Uh, get a laugh out of him every now and then. Well, I mean, I got into my liberal tendencies and talking about oh, saving, Lord, saving water and, uh, you know, <laughs> just who I am. Uh, I hear you. <laughs> but um, just so uh, Arkansas coming in, I mean, Really? I mean, everybody worried about Arkansas? Anybody? Nick Saban. Not many. Well, of course, Nick Saban. He's, <laughs> he's going he's, he's to tell the team they're the best team that we played all year. They are. And then next week he'll tell us Tennessee's the best week. Oh, by the way, Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, 
What do you think about them coming? Are they, are they, you think they're going to fall off? And, and I hope. <laughs> you think they'll win this weekend? Maybe not. I hope not. I mean, but I don't know uh, if I really want Texas A&M to win. I mean, I guess I'd pull for Tennessee. Because I don't yeah, want to kind of, be mad coming in here. So. Well, well it's, it's played in uh, at Tennessee, right? It will be. Uh, I agree with you. I think I'll I'll pull for the overalls. Hate to say that, but all right, give me three picks, Jerry. What do you think? Okay, let's have well the balls. Okay, I was just making sure I, that was a pick. I didn't know if it was or was not. All right, so you go UT uh-huh. minus the points. Pick number two. I want to pick Alabama. Alabama. And what's the over under in that game? Uh, Forty six. All right, I want the over on that game as well. Okay. I'm going to repeat this. Bama over. Bama minus the points. Tennessee minus the points. Milrow combined. What is the Bama, the Bama points? 19 and a half. 19 and a half. That's fair enough. And Tennessee, what is their points? Uh, Tennessee's the minus the three. Okay, yeah, good. All right, and Milrow total yards? Yes, please. Combined passing uh, and rushing. Combined. All right. I'm going to go 303. 303. JR, I hope you have an awesome weekend, man. Roll tide to you. Oh, likewise. Likewise. I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. JR, Coker, Alabama. We'll wrap up uh, the last 35 minutes of the show. We'll take those phone calls. Dale, be ready. We're coming to you next. T Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news, only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. It's homecoming week for the University of Alabama. A week worth of activities wraps up tonight with a traditional homecoming pep rally and bonfire on the quad. Tide coach Nick Saban and members of the team will be there to help celebrate. The homecoming parade kicks off at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. The early start is due to network television setting the kickoff at 11 a.m. from Brian Denny Stadium. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Alabama Sports Updates. And severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Built to win. Touchdown, Alabama! Built for championships. Rose intercepted Alabama. Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide take on Arkansas in an SEC showdown. Our coverage begins at 8 a.m. on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Just a small chance of a shower this afternoon or this evening. Otherwise, the sky mostly cloudy. The high today, 71. The low tonight, 60. A brighter day tomorrow. The sky becoming mostly sunny. The high in the mid-70s at 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 71 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where college football season never ends. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. This is big boy football. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
Tuscaloosa Tide at 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. And uh, we go right back to the phone calls. It is Dale. Dale, you're next. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Yeah, man. How's it going, Rhinestone Cowboy? Good, good, man. I'm having a good day. If this is normal, Dale, uh, worried on Tuesday, confident on Friday. Are you confident about the game? I am confident. Good. Yes, good. sir. Good. I really like what Pee Wee said. I, I really agree with what he says. Uh, Alabama needs to run the ball. He, they really, they really need to run that ball starting right, at eleven o'clock in the morning. And get some early on. Get that cranked up, but don't leave the passing attack too. I want to see that too. I want to see. Uh, I want to see uh, Justin Haynes, Justice Haynes playing. That's what I like to see. I, I know we probably won't, but I, I just I keep thinking in the back of my mind they're going to play him. You know. Hopefully they're going to put him in there and let's see what he can do. That's but, fun. yeah, I'd love to see it. But I'd like to see Justice Haynes play, and if, if not, uh, you're going to have to have a big sales pitch at the end of the season that he's going to have a major, major role on this football team. Uh, these five stars, man, they won't they won't touch us. Especially in a and position you, where you should be able to get them touches. Yeah. I tell you who I like too, Ryan, is Jaden Roberts at right guard. I think that's a good a good move. I hope he stays there. What, what was your impression of him? I thought he played pretty solid. I know he had the one mistake, but uh, you're going to have mistakes. Um, I like him better than I do. Dalcourt just seems to always get pushed back. Yep, you're right. So, I got a question for you too, Ryan. Okay. If if Hugh Hefner Freeze called up Dawson and said, Dawson, I can work it out for you to have a, a night on Boogertown, Cal College City. Oh, I, th- I think Dawson would go. I mean, Dawson's kind of half, yeah. half Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have a, a night on town with the Auburn cheerleaders right before the 2023 Iron Bowl. But the only stipulation is that he'd have to pick Auburn to beat Alabama 56 to nothing on 100.9 a game with you. What do you do it, Ryan? I would, uh, I would think Auburn <laughs> would lean in, or, or Dawson would lean in toward Auburn. Uh, I think. Yeah. He would. All right. He's infatuated with that Auburn cheerleading staff for some reason. I don't know what it is, but uh, <laughs> Even he never talks about the Alabama cheerleaders. He talks about those uh, Auburn ones. Crazy, crazy. All right, give me, <laughs> give me three picks, Dale. Let's go. All right, I'm gonna go with the A and M Aggies. Texas A&M plus the points. Pick number two. How much is the points? How much is the points on that? Uh, it's plus three. And they're playing in Tennessee. Oh, God. They do have the Tennessee refs. But anyway, I'm going to go with yeah, A&M, and then I'm going to go with LSU. LSU uh, minus the points, minus 11 against Auburn. Pick number three. And I'm going to go with the Alabama Crimson Tide, Ryan. Okay, you got to go back. Bama minus the points. Uh, Milrow rushing and combined passing. I'm going to say 300 even. Okay. I got it, Dale. Thank you, man. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, brother. Right back to you. Dale Moundville calling us there. We'll uh, continue with more phone calls, and we go to Marty in Arkansas. Marty, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ron. How you doing today? I'm good awesome. call. But I, at least I got to hear my buddy, Dale. All right. Hey. One thing, Ryan, history's on our, you know, this game was a made in history in 07. Saving called that timeout. We're down 31, 
something. Can't remember because I saw his today. And he called a timeout and he says, guys, we got a score. And we scored and we beat him 38-31. And everyone thought, and that was that was the turning point of this. And and the people that was on that team, I'm glad they wore they came to Alabama because they were Alabama people. Because up till then, Alabama was down in the dumps and, and probation and all that. But they stuck it out and they came to the school and made the school what it was. Even though they, they were 6-2 and two and the bottom fell out, but they built the program right there. But, Ryan... One thing is, Ryan, it's it's a good day tomorrow when we beat them fifty to nothing, and and I get to call the Alabama Crimson Tide and get to put my flags up on my car, a flag up in my windows, and all that, and say goodbye to all those those people that tell them to go back up the pig trail. I like it. I like it. All right, Marty, give me three picks. Let me get my pick. Right. I'm going to take Notre Dame. I'm going to take Notre Dame. Notre Dame minus the points. Pick number two. Oh, God. Give me uh, – I don't want to do that. Give me Alabama because I think we – I think they only score about three or six points anyway. Right. I just hope – I'm I'm like everybody else. I hope everybody gets in and gets some playing time. Oh, God, I don't know who – I'm going to take the no good suck like orange because I – I think the bugs are going to get beat anyway, but Ryan, I'd rather keep. Oh, I got to get the thing three twenty-five on the total. Okay, but I didn't get. But uh, you want to go Notre Dame, Bama? Did you say Tennessee? Yeah, give me Tennessee because I want Jimbo out of there. Okay, there we go. Hey, Marty, thank you, hey, man. Ryan, Have a great weekend. I got one thing: we got to keep the Tennessee game, oh Ryan, because nothing, nothing like third Saturday in October. You read the history that that thing where Bear kicked the door down and stable it through the ball out of bounds. Hey, they don't write books about the boogers because we beat them so bad. You know, we beat them 10 years ago, and Bear was 19-6 and six against them. They felt so bad. The school was so down poor, they had to put us back on the schedule to get their, get, get their, their, their stuff off the ground out there, there in 1948. So they don't, they don't need, we don't need them. They need us. And we kick them back in the dirt. All right, Ryan, that's all I had to say. Hey, you have a good weekend. I'll yell at you Monday, buddy. Thank you, Marty. Marty, Arkansas helping us out there. Elias, give me three picks. Let it rip. Give me the good guys. Bama. Uh, Georgia. Georgia minus the points. And give me uh, LSU. LSU minus (laughs) the points. Uh, Milrow rushing and passing. Combined, let me get 328. 328. Elias, I appreciate you. Anything else, man? Yes, sir. Like I said, I'm going to keep preaching it. We need a defensive score. I'll take it. We need it. I'll take it. We need it. Yes, sir. And we need something on special teams bad. Badly. We need a spark outside of just offense scoring. We need defense scoring, special teams scoring. We need that badly. So, once we get that, I think we're on the road. There we go. Thank you, Elias. Yes, Thank you, man. Thank you, Ryan. Right back to you. Uh, we are taking phone calls here on an SEC Parlay Pick Contest presented by Brian Harden Construction. I do remind you about Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. If you're going to celebrate Friday, be a great place to do it. It is Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Steaks, the, all that Southern cuisine. Uh, they amp it up every single day. It's Southern Owl House, Monday through Saturday. 
lunch and dinner options when you look at Southern Owl House. And uh, dinner tonight will be the 8-ounce filet, uh, also smoked pork chop, blackened redfish with mango salsa uh, over rice. And then tomorrow uh, will be all day. They'll be with 8-ounce filet, Parmesan bacon butter. Uh, they also have the smoked pork chop, blackened redfish, and uh, also fire-roasted wings uh, tomorrow as well. So you'll find lunch and dinner options. Go after the game. Celebrate the win at Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. We'll continue. We'll take your phone calls coming up in a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. With a season never ends, this is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9, exclaiming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tuscaloosa Tide at 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. We're going to be handing off to Friday Night Live coming up in just a couple of minutes with Kerry Clark. We are doing our SEC Parlay Pick Contest presented by Brian Harden Construction as every single Friday right here in the offseason. We do our wonderful uh, free-for-all Friday. And then during the season, we do SEC Parlay Picks. It is presented by Brian Hard Construction. When you look at Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, delicious cooked-to-order steak burgers, piping hot shoestring fries are a family favorite. You'll be greeted with a hospitality that is second to none, whether you're dining in or visiting us at the drive-thru. Be sure to leave room for that Freddy's Premium Vanilla or Chocolate Frozen Custard churn fresh throughout the day. Located on the University of Alabama campus, downtown Jasper, Birmingham location near you, Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers must be the place. Greatly appreciate them for being a part of our show. Let's go to J-Rob. J-Rob, you're in the game. How are you, man? Happy Football Friday and Roll Tide, Ryan C. Power. How yeah. are you doing today? Good. Oh, that's great, man. I'm great. Uh, just a... Outstanding day. It's uh, been a lot of fun. And uh, hanging out with the best fans of the country, I have no complaints. No problem. No problem. That's good. I uh, want to let you know, uh, Marty, it's good to hear hear from you. I'm glad you're uh, better, doing well, and getting back in the game. But you put your Alabama flag up, whether we get beat, win, lose, or draw, you don't ever put them in the closet. You never put them in the trunk. Absolutely. That's- Okay, I just want to make no, sure. No, I, I, I agree. We... I agree with him. And if and if he needs backup, we can be the backup. We can be the backup. And let me tell you what else. We're going to take care of them. But we don't want to hear no crap out of them pig farmers up there. We, we're going to take care of business. For him and everybody else up there that are Alabama fans up there in the Arkansas, we, we're going to take care of business tomorrow. But, but, but first things first, sure we we gotta, yeah, we, we, and we're going to make Marty, you know, we want him to have smack talk at the breakfast table. And, exactly. Uh, we, we want him to be able to do that and want, uh, make sure that it's uh, by a good margin so he won't, uh, so they won't have any, any way, any reason to talk smack back. So that's what we need to do for Marty and all the other guys, whoever. Uh, I don't think he's the only caller that we have from Arkansas, isn't he? He is. I love, that I know of. Well, well, you know, we, we need to make sure we take, uh, right, uh, that we take care of business for, the, for him. 
But uh, let me go ahead and get my picks in. I know you're, you're short of time and you got a lot of folks behind. You got uh, a, bunch of, a bunch of great callers behind us. Uh, I think Ellis, he's, he's trying to get in and Mitchell's, uh, Mitchell's holding, I think. But uh, let me go ahead and give you, I want, you got your pen sharpened yeah. up? Oh, yeah, we're ready. Go with J Rock. All right. UK? UK. UT? UT. And South Kakalaka? South Carolina? That's it. Okay. South Carolina. All right. And then we're going uh, Milrow rushing and passing combined. 263. Got it. J-Rob, thank you, man. Appreciate you. Man, we appreciate you, everything you do. And roll tide. J. Rob Montgomery checking in. Let's continue. We'll go to Kit Kat, the president of the Tide Twitter Army. Kit Kat, how are you? Hey, how are you? Good. Good. Roll Tide. You ready for homecoming? We haven't talked to you in three weeks. We've been on the road a little bit, uh, but we're ready to finish things up. We've been at Mississippi State, I guess, and now Texas A&M, and now we're Arkansas back home. Yep. And you know, every year, I tell you. I was born in Little Rock, Arkansas, but I came out screaming, roll tide. <laughs> you know, I always forget that, but when you say it, I'm reminded of my, that's a good one. I like it. And, you know, mom had heart surgery four, five years ago, and they replaced her um, valve with a pig valve. And so when the surgeon came out, I said, please, just, just please, just please tell me, does that mean that she's an Arkansas fan? I mean, everybody was real serious, and I was, like, going lighten things up. So, anyway, it was funny. He laughed. Well, we're here, and um, it's an early one. I guess we're going to be there at 730 in the morning, so. It'll be early, 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 early. So the breakfast bowl. Yep, it's going to be an early one, but we'll be there. It doesn't matter what time. So, um, I guess I will just. Say roll tight and uh, give you my picks and let everybody else call. Are in. these your picks? Yeah, yeah. Actually, we chose two of the same ones and then he picked the other. He changed it actually. Okay. Um, he was going to say South Carolina, but he instead he won. He said Tennessee. But Tennessee. Okay. Tennessee, Georgia. Georgia. And we both picked Notre Dame too. We hope Notre Dame beats USC. Uh huh. That'd be nice. I mean, here we are pulling for Notre Dame, but uh, if we take care of business, it's not no, going to be a problem. But but I can see what Robert was talking about. I, I think it's a fair comment. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't root for anybody but Alabama. I mean, that's just the rule. So no, I'm just picking it as far as numbers. So anyway, um, two ninety five. Okay, two ninety five. I got it. Kit Kat, thank you so much. Army, I love you. I've missed y'all. And if you can, get by for a donut. Come by. You're going to have donuts? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> and a crescent cocktail. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have donuts. And um, I think I'm going to stop by Chick-fil-A and get some of the little chick mini bites biscuits. or whatever they're called. Okay. Little, those little mini bites or whatever they're called. Oh, Gotta they're have great. Something. Thanks, Kit yeah. Kat. Okay, roll tide. Roll tide. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, let's go to Ellis. Ellis, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, hello? Not sure I'm able to hear him. Let me put him back on hold. Uh, let's go to Henry in Texas. Henry, good afternoon. You're in the game. I appreciate that, Ryan. Hey, I'm going to get front shelfies out real quick, and I'm over with. It's going to be Bama to cover. 
Bama. Got it. Pick number two. Bama in the over. Bama in the over. Florida Gators. All right. You want to go Florida plus the points against South Carolina. Got it. And Milrow combined passing and rushing. 267. 267. I got it, Henry. Thank you, man. Thanks, Ryan. You have a good day, bud. You do as well. You do as well. Uh, Let's go to Chuck. Uh, Chuck, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. How you doing? Hey, good, good. Thank you. Get my my picks in real quick. Before I do, I want to say one thing. Earlier, I heard you talk to somebody about the Auburn game and how you could just flush it down the toilet and, uh, you know, do away with that robbery. And I I kind of feel the same way. Uh, But one thing I want to say, uh, and it's not the Iron Bowl anymore. When When they chose to leave Birmingham, not the Iron Bowl. It was the Iron Bowl because it was played in Birmingham. You're right. So Auburn don't get the pleasure to call it that anymore. But uh, anyway. Well, I just think I'll, they benefit uh, from it. And listen, who knows? I mean, but if Coach Saban said it last night, uh, then you can kind of put a, put a stamp on it. Uh, looks like maybe they're yeah. leaning to, towards that way. So there we are. All right, Chuck, thanks for sharing yeah. that. Uh, let's uh, go three picks. I'm, I'm going to do uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame minus the points. Pick number two. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna take Auburn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'm on. Uh, no disrespect, but but I'm gonna take uh, Arkansas in the points. Man. Okay. I just don't. I don't think our offense is creative enough to throw a bunch of extra points up there. All right. And I think we're gonna focus on the run tomorrow. So. Uh, and then uh, total. Let me do uh, two forty. Okay, Chuck. Where are you calling us from? I'm calling from Georgia. I called you back in the summer, Chuck, from Georgia. Okay. We had a good talk back in the summer before things started. And, uh, you know, uh, over here with the dog fans, man. Well, I'll tell you uh, what. We've got to be number one in the market over there in Georgia because we probably have more calls from Georgia than we do the state of Alabama. It's pretty pretty awesome. Was, man. I cheered cheered so hard for the Braves to lose last night because it is miserable when the Braves are winning and the dogs are winning. (laughs) <laughs> got it got it hey chuck let me get to break man i appreciate you and don't be a stranger All right, thank you man All right, All right. thank you bud right back to you we'll break here we'll come back we'll wrap up the loose ends tide 100.9 and 1230 wtbc the home of alabama crimson tide sports the longest running sports show in tuscaloosa the game with ryan fowler on your home for alabama sports tide 100.9 and streaming on the tide 100.9 app Live coming up in just a couple of minutes with Kerry Clark. So don't go anywhere. They're going to keep you entertained all the way until 11 p.m. 11 p.m. So we're going to have a lot of fun. We'll continue right here with phone calls. We go to Ram in McCalla. Ram, good afternoon. You're I'll in the game. I'll be quick, Ryan. Uh, Kentucky. KY, got it. Washington. Washington. We call it UW. Got it. LSU. LSU, that's been a very popular pick today. Pick number, or the top ranker is Milrow combined rushing and passing. 266. 266. Be safe tomorrow morning now. I will. All right, Ryan, take care. Thank you. Ram already told us where he's going to be tomorrow morning. And uh, let's go right back to Gavin, Dolphin Island. Gavin, good afternoon. You're in the game. Roll Tide, Ryan Fowler. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Sir, yes, sir. Uh, just go with Alabama. Bama minus the points. Tennessee. Tennessee minus the points. Minus the three. Pick number three. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, LSU. LSU. 
And we're going Milrow combined rushing and passing. 255. 255. 255. Got it. Yes. Thank you, Thank Gavin. You, sir. Roll Tide. Absolutely. Roll Tide to you. Let's go to Pat in Tuscaloosa. We have two lines available, 205-342-9904. Pat, you're in the Hi. game. Yes, sir, Ryan. Thank you. For, it's been impossible to get in today. Uh, Alabama or oh, the uh, over on Bama uh, want uh, Bama to uh, cover the spread and want to get uh, LSU to cover the spread. Okay, let me repeat because I'm making sure I'm following it. You got Bama on the over. You got Bama minus the 19. You got LSU minus the 11. And we're going Milrow combined rushing and passing. The New York, uh, 365. 365. I've got it. That's, thank you, sir. Have a blessed weekend. Hey, you too, Pat. Thank you. And uh, how much time do I have left right here? I should have asked that during the break there. We probably got, what, about two minutes? Uh, maybe less than that? Uh all right. I'll, I'll let you guys do that, and we'll take uh, – and we do have a couple of lines available. So if you've waited all day and you want to get in, 205-342-9904. Remember, we'll have game day all day tomorrow morning, starting bright and early. And 205-342-9904. We're doing an SEC Parlay Pick Contest presented by Brian Harden Construction. And we go to Ellis, Manchester, Tennessee. Ellis, good afternoon. You're in the game. I'm in Town as we speak, right, Todd, you're becoming like a temporary yeah, resident of Tuscaloosa. Yes, I am. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. I'll be right back next weekend to see them beat uh, the Vols and smoke a victory cigar in the stadium. But now, a couple of weeks ago, if I remember correctly, didn't you pull for uh, Tennessee? Uh, mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't, be, I don't, don't be pulling my leg. I remember it. I wrote it down. <laughs> I wrote it down. Well, I ain't rooting for them next weekend. Ever the reputation has been destroyed because you picked Tennessee. Forever. Just, forever. I forever. Get, hey, give me three picks. Ready? I'm going with uh, Oregon, LSU, and Georgia. Okay. And the tiebreaker, what yards? 325. 325. Oregon, Georgia, LSU, 325. Ellis, thank you so much, man. Roll Tide. Hey, you can read about our predictions on Tide109.com. We're going to end right there. Phoebe, thank you so much. It's good to work with you. JD, I can't see you around the glass, but it's always a pleasure to work with you. Wyatt, I appreciate you keeping us in track. Thank you so much. We're going to hand off to Friday Night Live coming up in just a couple of minutes with Kerry Clark. And remember, tomorrow, game day all day. Download the Tide 100.9 app. You can listen to us all day tomorrow. We'll have pregame, postgame coverage. Alabama, homecoming. I like 3517. It's where I went with my prediction. Enjoyed hanging out with the best fans of the country. We want to thank our law enforcement officers, EMTs, firefighters, first responders, and military officers serving us or military enlisted serving us wherever you may be. We thank you. We appreciate you. We salute you. We remind you that we call this program the game, and the only way that you can win the big game, the game of life, is to walk daily with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Good night, T-Town. Kerry Clark is next, Friday Night Live. Thank you for listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. On your home for Alabama sport, Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.